Hello, friends, and welcome to Virtual Strangers 117. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, back in the saddle again, my friend. I don't know. In every stream, I feel a little bit more comfortable with what's going on behind the scenes and all the producing here. So I'm good. Everything, I, I guarantee, well, I don't say yeah, the internet. Uh, it's a, <laughs> you know what the funny thing is, is you say uh, everything's going get, and then I hear robot roots in Did my you? ear, and what? I have no idea what else you said after that. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you guys hear robo roots as well, or was that just a West thing? Um, I know. I mean, I'm just looking at the monitoring, you know, I mean, I'm not dropping frames. I'm not, you know, I don't know what was going on with the internet last night, but it was, it was definitely internet related because um the bandwidth was all over the place and uh it's I, i'm sure it's fine it's just something that discord does intermittently every now and then when we're on it and uh, i just thought the timing of it was funny because you're like oh, it's I all gotcha. good <laughs> <laughs> well who doesn't love to be all robotic i i love being robo roots and uh you know there's a there's a lot of robot robot um news out these days and um i was thinking you know about um uh, you know the the pleasure robots i guess we'll say without going too much into it but um you know who out who would love to have one of those ro robots wes my mom yeah, for real bro yeah anyway so we are back uh we, we've managed to pull off two days in a row of show which is something we haven't been able to say for a while mm. and you know it's in preparation for today's show uh it's noticeable right it's like um, it's like the water hose has had a kink in it, and it's the pressure's been allowed to build up because the, <laughs> I had so much stuff to choose from when when deciding what to cover today. Uh, so I think what we're gonna do, what we're gonna have our normal show in our normal format, uh, but we've had games for weeks now that we're supposed to be playing and telling you people about. Uh, so we're gonna work a couple of those end of the show today as well it's going to be kind of a hybrid show where we we're, we're sticking to our virtual strangers format uh but we're going to give some impressions as well as we uh get into the main meat of the show yeah absolutely berber cat says good evening and um i'm thinking you must be on the uh the uk side or something because it's like midday here for me it's starting to get evening for you though right four four o'clock it's pretty uh yeah yeah you know um it it becomes obvious pretty quickly that we, we do have quite a few people over the pond that like to watch our show or cross the pond rather i was talking to um monologic games earlier today uh in our discord and uh you know it was like i don't know 12 o'clock one o'clock and they told me to, to uh enjoy the rest of my evening and i'm like dude i haven't enjoyed the fir <laughs> the first of my evening yet <laughs> i haven't even enjoyed the the rest of my afternoon yet don't try to yeah. it's like people that are talking about fall and winter and i want to slap them because i'm like dude like you're trying to rush summer i feel like summer's flying by already don't speed it up please let's slow it down a little bit speaking of uh, fall you what's more ironic than the fact that we're probably going to get after the fall after the fall <laughs> yeah i think it's going to be ironic and i know um uh who was it that was just saying they were well ian ian was saying that he was waiting on that game we're all waiting on that game but wes and i were saying before the show that um we're glad vertigo uh games is taking their time because 
uh, it's going to be amazing and we want it to blow us away so we'll wait so yeah in the meantime time's going to fly by because uh the the releases are really starting to come hard and heavy now uh with, with regards to uh basically every platform uh, and we're going to be talking about a lot of that today and uh, in the weeks to come i mean uh, we've got vin coming this week we've got uh the the pistol whip update coming this week synth riders is hitting psvr this week then we've got uh let's see what else is coming this month lone echo 2 is coming this month oh, God. uh fract how could we fract is it less than two weeks away at this point roots um and that's just to name the ones that right off the top of my head for the remainder of august i mean it's going to be crazy non-stop vr central uh and until uh after the fall gets here after the fall mm-hmm. well that's good we have a lot of uh a lot of good games coming up and um a lot of good games coming up to talk about today uh one of them being one of those games you just mentioned right ven vr yeah absolutely and monologic games joining us in chat says hello we have uh 22 40 p.m uh so what is that roots uh, in military time that's uh 10 40 right mm-hmm. so it's almost midnight uh was it poland is that where they're based at I would have to. I, even if I didn't know that, I would say it's a good guess because all the good games come out of Poland. So. <laughs> right, right. You can guess by the quality of the game if the studio's from Poland, right? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, oh, Mash Daddy joining with his uh, his weekly five dollar support. Thank you, Eric. I got your name right today, by the way. <laughs> Sunday with the strangers, he says. Things now feel a little more right uh, with the world. Well, you know. Not for nothing, but I did enjoy having you on uh, last week, Eric. Um, as always, uh, you you set in quite well for uh, my good friend here. Absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you what, Mash, you are a, a class act. You're welcome here anytime. And um, you actually, you, you're, you're a good addition to our voices as far as uh, what we have to say. So, The third stranger, that's yes. what I like to call him, Roots. Absolutely. Anyway, uh as I was alluding to prior, uh, we do have a lot to cover today, and we're, we're going to get it done, Ruth. We're, we have this much time and this much stuff to talk about, but I'm just putting it out there right now. We're going to we're going to do it. We're going to get it done. Well, we've been doing good. We actually uh, we got off last night, and we went exactly under an hour and a half, and uh, that's one of what we've been shooting for. So that was good. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, but you know, of course. Where are my manners? Before we do that, let's kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Uh, we already said hello to our friend Mash Daddy, Eric. Uh, Delirium Drew's in the chat. He says, stranger danger, buddy. Uh, <laughs> true, Truer words have never been spoken. Um, <laughs> VR Spry Guy says, you know who else likes a third stranger? <laughs> my mom! Oh, yes, she does. Things. She loves it. Uh, Member <laughs> is in the chat, as is Techno Glitch and Onakazi. Uh, some good uh, conversation, by the way, uh, taking place around our video yesterday from these guys. Uh, lighten up the comments, as they should. You can always tell when you get a good topic in Roots, because people, you don't have to ask them the comment. They want to comment. And uh, yesterday's video, a great example of that yeah dude i keep thinking about the playstation 5 vr and i want it last i don't want to wait a year uh it's gonna blow us away well it takes time roots when you're talking about 
literally i heard without parole describe it as skipping a generation with regards to hardware mm. and when you compare psvr today compared to what psvr is going to be a year from now i think skipping a generation is an accurate description yeah that's actually a really good at description so uh yeah uh pd paradise decay joining us in chat what's up buddy uh, he, he was all uh, broken up yesterday, Roots, that he didn't get to catch us live. But uh, <laughs> PD, uh, not missing today's show. He's participating in today's festivities. Yeah, there's something about uh, being live, I think. It's just so much fun. I like it. Uh, Traveling Man 3775 is in the chat. He says, thanks for the countdown videos on your channel, Monologic Games. Yeah, Monologic gets it, man. They... they um, They've kept us updated, right, with the development of Quest. People, you know, these it's a kind of a uh, a cliche. These studios always say, we'll keep you updated, and then you don't hear from them for six months. Uh, not the case with Monologic. They're, they're out there every week giving us footage, even if it's just a 10-second clip or a screenshot, showing us where they're at in the development. And I think it's going to pay off roots next mm. week when their game hits the Quest store. Well, I'll tell you what, it baffles me. Um, and I've said this before, like just the way um, VR companies market or don't market. You know what I mean? Like right. it's uh, it's very smart. And, um, it, you know, like they could just not say anything for six months and their game would come out and people would still love it because it's so amazing. Um, but I think it's very good that they're keeping it in the eye of the uh, people for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Burger Cat in the chat. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, we already said hello to Monologic Radio Runt. Already got his uh, grass cutting done this week, Root. So he's watching live, not just listening. He's only a couple uh, weeks away, Wes, from getting his um, his dream VR room. I mean, he's moving to Idaho, but he's actually getting his... his he's he, They built a specific room, and he got to design it. You know what I mean? Who doesn't want to do that with the VR room? Yeah, like it's everybody's dream, right? And, and you know what? I, I say that, but if I if I had like my uh, the the opportunity to do the same thing, I I would probably design out this big elaborate space with uh, you know specialized rugs to show me where the edges of the boundaries are at, uh, you, you know, and all this different stuff on the wall to help for tracking, and then when I got it all finished. I would pull a chair to the center of the room and sit down. <laughs> It'd be almost wasted. You know, it'd be cool is if you had a big enough room, you could set it up to where you had like different rugs for multiple headsets. And so everybody's like in the same room playing together, but you're not, a, you know what I mean? You're not going to walk into each other because you've got your carpet under your feet. So, well, that, cool. that, that would be nice, especially as we start to get games like Space Pirate Arena that are built around having multiple headsets in the same space. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be real cool. Uh, Wormsworth is in the chat. What's up? Uh, Lincoln Clay is in the chat. As is Garage Collective. What's up, Cyril? Um, Midlife Kid I, just coming in says just Wes. Well, just actually, Wes. I guess I don't have it on top chat. Oh, yeah, still okay. lasting. Yeah, Midlife Kid. So, hey, so what's up, Midlife just, Kid? Just Wes. What? Uh, somebody else said just Wes a moment ago. Hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe there's something going on here with. Oh, uh, uh, well, uh, the VR Spry guy, if you go up, it says, you know, who else likes a third stranger? Maybe that they're talking about you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Onakazi says, just West for me. 
I don't know, man. I don't know what they're talking about. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Let's see here. Countdown. They're talking about the countdown resetting. Uh, if there's a problem, guys, specify in the chat what the problem is. Um, I've seen a couple of comments that say just West, but I have not found anything that say what. <laughs> what what about me maybe you're uh, the only one that's going to get lucky in kentucky and i would say that's pretty true at least out of the two of us it's a good bet uh anyway uh lots to talk about let's not waste any time let's go ahead and get into the week's headlines and uh some interesting headlines this week as as is the case every week uh and as we often do we're going to kick it off with some valve news valve says that steam deck hardware is quote very relevant to our future VR plans. So this was an interview uh, that was given uh, one of the top brass at Valve, and they were asked point blank if the custom APU that's in the Steam Deck uh, could possibly work inside of a standalone uh, VR headset, some kind of a competitor to the Oculus Quest. Mm. And they said... I always think it's funny, Roots, when these people are asked questions like this and they answer it by saying, well, I can't say anything about it right now, which literally says everything that you need to say, right? So they, they literally get a grin on their face, say, I can't talk about it right now, uh, but it would be kind of perfect for that application hmm. in terms of the thermal footprint of the APU, and it is part of our... Uh, it is a significant part of our future plans or something to that effect. I'm, of course, paraphrasing. Uh, but it sounds like Valve's working on standalone groups. Oh, how amazing. I was just talking to Scion before the show in the uh, Discord about that. And um, because I feel bad because he's missing out on so many um, standalone games. And I was like, I wish somebody would come out with a competitor. Um, now, my question is, would they be able to, are the Quest 2 games going to be exclusive? Are all these games, are they going to have no library? Or, you know, that I, that would be the, the question, right? That absolutely, 100% is the question. And I want to pose this question to chat. Uh, assuming that Steam, uh, again, question to the chat. Assuming that Steam has a standalone headset in the works, uh, what do we think the library is going to consist of? Do we think that it's A, going to have uh, games that are optimized for standalone, like the Oculus Quest library, or B, do we think that Valve is going to release a standalone headset that is so powerful that it runs Steam VR games on the headset? Because mm -hmm. we know Valve has always been all about PC gaming and nothing else but pc gaming they're releasing a handheld and it runs pc games uh do we believe that if they release a standalone headset that it also will run steam vr or do we think that it's going to be kind of a hybrid like quest that runs standalone games but also tethers to the computer to uh, run steam vr so i'd like to know what uh, people in chat think about that yeah me too i want to know do you what think, the, I, I want to know what the truth is but no i um I, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I guess it could be something that could, I mean, couldn't they just make the index wireless and then you, it does the same thing for this connecting to Steam, right? Like at some point, you don't really need a, a standalone game. 
uh, headset. You just need to make your current headset wireless or the next iteration if you're talking about, unless you're talking about hooking up to something that's um, like the Stream Deck, right? Which I, they, I mean, they, I don't know, man. There's so many questions and uh, it's exciting though, right? Uh, yeah, it is. And um, I mean, it, it's hard to believe that they would do something like that and not try to get in on the uh, the cash cow, right? That standalone VR is right now. Uh, although VR Spry Guy in the chat says, I really don't care about standalone. You're gonna, you're gonna. And the reason why, <laughs> and we're going to be talking more about this later, these games, the gap between standalone and PC is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller uh, because they cut the Quest 1 loose, right? People don't have to develop for that anymore. And beyond that, the studios are getting better at developing for the, the standalone hardware now. Uh, the, the games uh, over the last couple of months have been really amazing uh, on Oculus Quest 2. Yeah, absolutely. Techno Glitch also agrees, says, I don't really care for standalone games, just wireless, I'll be happy. Well, there you go. I, I fully would expect it to wirelessly tether uh, to Steam VR. Yeah, yeah. That, that 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 way they could stay true to their uh, their identity, right? They're they're heralded as as this champion for PC gaming. Uh, I don't think that the the masses would take it very well if they mm. released a product that didn't at least also do PC gaming, right? So maybe they do a um a standalone uh, headset that is is not cheap you know it costs a thousand dollars like the index but it's got every bell and bell and whistle and it blows the quest out of the water as far as everything you can do i mean it's going to be an amazing headset you know uh if you hook it up to your computer as well and it does both um somehow it hacks i mean i would imagine there's got to be a way to play the quest two games right i mean you've got uh, games that do like revive um, so they could do the same thing for something like that, right? Or even, um, uh, was it Pimax? They natively were running Oculus games, right? So there's got to be a way that they can crack that code. I don't know if that would get them in trouble uh, uh, legally. What, what I would expect is I would expect if, if Steam's going to run uh, a standalone, uh, a standalone platform, they'll have their own standalone platform. Developers will port their games to the Steam standalone platform, whatever they decide to call it. Uh, that, that's what I would expect. To okay. So, you, that. so no exclusives. Maybe you'd get some Valve exclusives. I don't know. Who knows, man? Somebody needs to be a competitor to uh, Facebook, right? <laughs> Wouldn't so. you love it if uh, Half-Life 3 ended up being a standalone VR game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, then people would be so um, conflicted, right? Because they would want to shit on it. But they can't because it's a gaming product, bro. Um, that would be good. I had, let's let's hope that happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, Let, let's uh, let's just uh, you know lay in that one for a little bit longer as we move on to the next headline. Gabe Newell quote: "Alex's ending felt right for where we're going with Half Life." So uh, you know this headline making a a lot of news because. Uh, obviously, it points to Valve making another Half-Life game, which we all kind of knew to begin with that they were going to do that. I mean, anyone who played through Half-Life Alex could see where they're going with it. Uh, but really, it doesn't say one way or the other 
whether or not the next Half-Life game will support VR. Mm. And I don't know... I don't know if Valve would make a hybrid game that that is can be played both flat and in VR, uh, because it would it would it would have to include some concessions. Either either they would have to uh, water down the VR experience just a little bit so that they can uh, make a flat game to be played in VR, or they would have to make basically two versions of the same game. Uh, one for flat screens and one for VR. Yeah, I guess they could do that, or maybe they they feel like VR is the future in general. I mean, that other the fact the other story we just talked about, they're still moving forward in VR, right? They're talking about Index Two. They got this. They can't talk about a standalone thing, so they're clearly still in VR. I just don't, you know, the one thing that I took from the interviews about Half Life Alex was VR was the one thing that reinvigorated them to make VR games at all i don't think that they're going backwards into to flat gaming i i just don't think it i know and that is i guess this is what i'm really curious and be more interested in overall because if they don't um it's really gonna say exactly where they stand and people are i mean a lot of people are gonna be pissed just like they were last time but maybe they're just gonna have to get into vr finally and say okay fine if i want to play the rest of this series, I have to play, I have to do it in VR. And it's getting cheap enough to where um, people, it's not going to be as big of a deal to get into VR next time. And when it comes out, PlayStation 5 VR will be out. And that, I mean, then it'll be more mainstream than ever. Maybe it comes out on that. That'd be cool. So Yeah, I, I think that that's really kind of the missing point uh, or the missing part of the uh the discussion is that this isn't a game that's going to be out next year. We're talking about probably five years from now at the very least. And the VR landscape is going to be completely different at that point. It's mm. not going to be like it is today. There's going to be a lot more people in headsets. So uh, I think that, uh, that it's very likely that the next half-life Alex is going to be a VR game or half-life game is going to be a, a VR game. Uh, and I think that before we get to that point, we're going to see, uh, Half-Life Alex on PlayStation 5 VR, and it's going to be out for a year or two at the very least uh, before we get the sequel. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that at at worst, it's a 50-50 shot right now, whether or not it's a, a, a VR game or a flat game. Yeah, absolutely. Spry Guy says he thinks Valve is currently working on Half-Life 3 Flat Edition. So, well, hey, maybe... We, I uh, yeah, I would imagine so, but they they don't get in any kind of hurry. I don't know if it's flat or not. I think they probably are still working are working on it right now, but uh, that don't mean that it's going to be out anytime soon. It just means that uh, that they're laying the groundwork for the next groundbreaking, amazing thing. You know, we we have to remember what what Half Life titles have always been. They've always been this um, this watershed moment for gaming. They always introduce something new to uh the gaming ecosystem that we've never seen before uh they're probably working on half-life 3 right now alongside their uh their prototype index that has the electrodes that interact with your brain right mm, absolutely wolveraza says half-life alex could be on ps4 but for the damn analogs uh yeah well, i'll tell you what you know um i guess it could i do you think the slim ps4 this is the thing um sony hasn't cut tether from the ps4 slim um so you would have to be able to play it on slim and i don't know would it be able to play this half-life alex do you think 
I think Valve could make a watered down version that would run on it. I mean, we've seen some amazing games run on that that sure. uh, that little system there. So I think it could happen, dude. I, I don't s- think I don't think that thumbsticks are the limiting factor that's no. keeping them out of it, dude. I saw a slim the other day at a customer's house. I I don't even know. Like it's so tiny. I'm like, how do they compute anything? So I'm looking at my PS5, and it's just this humongous, beefy thing, right? Um, it's just crazy how that a slims the slim slim the new ones like the they that they can do what they do. It's crazy. Yeah, that was my first VR machine, the PS4 Slim. Mm. That's true. Well, hard to get says Hitman Three runs quite well on PS4, so um, Half Life Alex could. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's not like Hit Hitman Three is not a um an amazing game as well. Why is it? Uh, I've been thinking about that game a lot here lately. I need to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, headline: Steam VR update lets you float desktop windows inside of your VR games. Roots, I knew this was going to happen. Mm. Uh, as soon as I bought the OVR toolkit, <laughs> I knew that they were going to do something like this, and uh, here we are, proof positive. Good thing is, the OVR toolkit has extra stuff you can do on top of it, but it is good because that's one of the things that sucks about. Um, you know, use it playing a game that's Steam VR, or at least for me, is like I, I if I was streaming, I couldn't pull up Windows. And it's not even about streaming. You play Elite Dangerous, and you want to have a video on the uh, of watch a YouTube video while you're flying across the galaxy or whatever game. Um, it's kind of nice option to have, right? So uh, it's good that Steam VR is finally getting this option. Yeah, you could be watching uh, Prawn mm. and have other windows of more Prawn <laughs> everywhere. You know who would love to do that? Oh, man. My mom! Yeah, don't get her too much worked up on, on Prawn, man. <laughs> Unleash the beast. Headline, Vertigo Games acquires time-style dev Forcefield. Uh, Forcefield not only responsible for bringing us time-style roots, uh, also brought us other games like Landfall, brought us Coaster Combat, solid pickup for Vertigo Games and by extension Coke Media. Oh, nice. Well, are they going to make a Coaster Combat 2? That's what I want to know. And I want no, the horror not right edition. now. Not right now. And the reason why I say that, because I, I think the actual headline here was actually buried within the story. Uh, if you read on through the story, it goes on to uh, explain that... Um, the uh, force field is already working on a quote triple A VR title from a known IP. Oh wow! So uh, Vertigo Games is not just picking them up for nothing. They're going to be publishing uh, a, one of the one of the big releases uh, probably next year or, or the year after uh, because of this acquisition. Wow, man, we're on the land on just on the edge, dude, of like everything we've been waiting for. And uh, I feel like it's Christmas Eve, bro. And like tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and it's there. But tomorrow morning is like a year or two away. Ah, man, Santa needs to hurry up. Taking too long. I feel like um, as VR moves into a new generation, and we've been witnessing this pretty much since the release of the Oculus Quest, we're starting to see uh, these indie studios that have, have continually grown uh, we're starting to see um, strata develop, right? Different levels for these uh, for these studios, and and we're starting to see who the top top studios are. Uh, I would put um, 
of course, Vertigo Games in that discussion. I would say that um, Fast Travel Games is another. I would say Resolution Games is another. Sky In Dance. Dreams, who we're, who we're about to talk about, is another. Uh, and Servios, although uh, Servios is struggling kind of to find their identity, I feel like, uh, where all of these other... Um, all these other studios that we mentioned kind of know where they're, you know, they have a clear vision for what they want to do. Servios just kind of jumps around from IP to IP, putting out different uh, stuff and nothing. Uh, th they make a lot of good games and only a few great ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like that kid that gets all the opportunities and then blows them all, you know, because like uh, they're huge IPs, like nothing bigger than The Walking Dead, bro. Like, you know what I mean? You've seen what it's done for Skydance uh, Interactive um, by making a good version. <laughs> um, it's just, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, Skydance, another one that, uh, I mean, it, it's funny. All these other uh, studios that I just mentioned have multiple, you know, titles that they've either developed or published. Uh, but Skydance is that one that just did so well on that one title. Not that they only have one. Or, Archangel's a great title, don't get me wrong, but they, they knocked it out of the park so far with the Walkie Dead Saints and Sinners that they automatically leveled up uh, just based on that one game. Yeah, yeah, and it was good because um, you don't want to see an IP get ruined. Uh, you know, how many games did we grow up playing, whatever, Atari, Nintendo, whatever, got to the point where I didn't want to walk, play any games that were based on movies because they sucked. You know what I mean? Because they were always cheesy and horrible. You know, LJN. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel you there. Uh, headline: Arashi Dev wants to grow the game beyond the PSVR debut. So, um, Arashi Castles of Sin looks amazing. This this is a upcoming PlayStation VR exclusive, uh, kind of a Tenchu in VR feel that you get from the early uh footage of this game and it looks incredible and anytime there's a psvr exclusive that gets announced that looks incredible inevitably the vr media asks them well um you think you might come to pc one day <laughs> and um they didn't say yes they just basically wouldn't rule it out you know and that was enough for them to run with the headline here yeah they're gonna they want to grow the game <laughs> oh so they don't rule it out that that is kind of um crazy wording there right because it sounds like to me man they're ready to do it today um but yeah uh, i think they would but uh i think they've uh already uh you know drank from the cup of that uh that sony money and they're locked up for a little while well what's funny is everybody wants to be on the best platform out there and any dev uh, that has the dev kit probably knows that that's PlayStation 5 VR. And um, I, I would want to stay. I'll do an exclusive. Um, but uh, it's good. It's good for everybody that doesn't have a PlayStation VR. Maybe they'll, this game will be coming. So. Some Archangel love in the chat. Space Denison says, I hope we get Archangel too. I'd be down for that, man. I'd be down for it. I don't know if they would do it or not. I don't know how profitable it would be for them. But, uh, I mean, when it comes to... Uh, the rail shooters uh, or, or just even games in general i mean archangel displayed a level of polish that was uncommon at the time that it came out mm. and uh it still graphically holds up even today and it's a fun game it's one of those games that's easy to play 
And uh, I feel like a, if a game like that were to come to, say, Oculus Quest, that it would uh, have a lot higher um, profile today because games like that are great uh, as as demos, right, for, for new players because pretty much anybody can pick that game up and play it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, unless they're your son and then they just wrote it off a long time ago. Uh, Wolverazza says he wishes they would just stop development on all PSVR until they're dealing with the rest of VR controls like the rest of us. Anything um, coming out until uh, PSVR 2 is going to be a waste of effort. So I guess you might as well not get <laughs> fracked in a couple weeks, Wes. <laughs> oh, people, people act as if PSVR still isn't like the, the most populated platform out there by a long shot. Like Quest has done well and it's it's the hot thing right now. There still isn't half as many quests in circulation as mm. there are PSVR headsets. Like, you know that, right? Like, uh, there's more people out there with move controllers than touch controllers, even today. Um, just because you don't like it doesn't mean that uh, there aren't legions uh, out there. Uh, there absolutely are, myself included among them. What did you, how did you handle the fracked demo without the analog sticks? Was it okay? Uh, I think there's a video up that shows that I did just fine. Like uh, I moved all around everywhere I wanted to. There, there. You know, over the years, uh, you know, the the PSVR development community kind of has developed a standard way of locomotion. And while it might not be the easiest thing for a newcomer to pick up and, and get right away, if you put a little time into it, it it does become second nature to you, and it becomes something that you don't have to think about. You just pick up the controllers and play like you would with anything else yeah i you know all of that joking aside that i'm i'm giving ribbon wolveraza a little bit i um i do i my thing is is like why i don't understand why the, from the beginning they didn't have analog sticks on that and I, or at some point you know i can imagine playstation vr if the original og move controllers had joysticks on them like well, to be honest, I think that the PlayStation VR as a product was originally developed as a means to deal with the overstock of moving controllers. Like the, the, True, probably. The PSVR, <laughs> the PSVR was built around the move controller. If you look at the earliest prototypes of PlayStation VR, it was this headset that literally had move controllers attached to it oh. to track the track the headset like, and everything's all uh, on those balls you know i'll tell you what then then we blame all the bastards that didn't adopt it from the uh playstation 3 era right it's their fault jerks yep, absolutely how dare you so, yeah how dare I, you I, I i think that uh psvr has, has a nice last ride ahead up to it and i think it would be a shame if we uh if we uh, were to cut it short now, because uh, you know the people that don't have PSVRs don't want them. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Well, I maybe and now I'm. I think I am going to pick one up. Wes. damn it, you keep. I keep going back and forth, and now I. Need I mean, it. how could you not, dude? I mean, like, Fract, Hitman Three, Iron Man, Rashi, Iron Man, Dreams, Russia not Blood. to mention Farpoint. Resident Evil, I mean, come on, bro. That's true. I have Resident Evil 7. I have access because of PlayStation Plus because that's one of the free games. And I have access to Russia Blood because I, after my nephew scratched the disc, I bought it digital. Um, so that was actually a good thing that he scratched it. Have you even played Golem yet? I have not played Golem. Golem's uh, a, a good game. Of, I haven't played a lot of stuff. If, if Golem's a good game if you pick up a, uh, 
a move nav controller. Mm. And by the way, for those of you out there who don't know what a move nav controller is, it's a move controller with a thumbstick. They do exist, and Golem uh, supports it, as well mm. as a couple other games like um, uh, Honor and Duty supports how, it as well. How cool would it be if somehow they made a way you could use that on every game? Then you, there's your hack, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's recognized. I think even the PS5 recognizes that controller when you turn it on. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that if developers wanted to develop for it, they could. The only problem with it is, is there's no positional tracking with it. It's just, uh, uh, it's just a thumbstick and buttons uh, in your hand. So. Yeah. Well, uh, you've convinced me. If PSVR is not dead. I didn't think it was, uh, but. <laughs> uh headline gary's mod sequel s and box details initial vr support so uh gary's mod kind of a big deal uh with regards to the history of pc mm -hmm. gaming uh kind of a uh, a half-life 2 mod which became a sandbox which became a game engine which became all kinds of popular games and we we speculated when we heard about half-life alex that we would one day hear about a sequel to Gary's Mod, and uh, Roots That Day has come, and as we suspected, uh, VR support on the way for this sequel to Gary's Mod. That's exciting, man. That's huge news. I didn't, When I saw this, it was like, uh, that's what we've been waiting for, right? A lot of games were made. Uh, Counter-Strike, I think, was made off of Gary's Mod, right? And a lot of the yeah. different games. So, uh, who knows what we're going to get, and um, who knows what I mean, if you're a developer or you're a, um, you just want to get in developing, you could potentially be the next creator of an amazing game, right? Through Gary's mod. So, oh, these guys, this, this, uh, I mean, this isn't just some dude that's doing this either. This is a legit, uh, development studio. You know, I forgot what the, uh, they put a game out. Let me, let me see what it was here. I'll click into the story. Uh, rust the, the this is the the guys that brought us rust have you heard of rust roots i have rust just updated some, what was it i saw some kind of news they just updated something to it uh, that sounded pretty cool i got some friends that play it and stream it and uh um the only aspect of rust i didn't like was the fact that i could have somebody invade my stuff when i'm not there and uh come back and everything so some up. of the funniest videos i've ever watched on youtube on youtube are uh, rust uh trap videos where they build these <laughs> elaborate traps capture people in these rooms and people they so don't want to die uh they'll they'll make them uh fight their friends and battle to the death and like the winner gets to live and it, it's is. really funny <laughs> that's crazy dude yeah i don't want to be in that position that sucks <laughs> dude it's hilarious it, it's really funny so some of these traps and some of these themes that they come up with for these videos are so elaborate and creative uh i got i went on a kick for like a solid month watching these videos yeah uh, anyway it's those people that that uh, are behind gary's mod and it's those same people who are going to be behind the the sequel uh with vr support so gary's mod uh it literally spawned hundreds of games into the uh, pc ecosystem uh it would it would be nice if uh we get a few good ones uh in the in the VR catalog from the uh sequel here. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh headline Deadly Defense Horde Mode now available for drop dead dual strike. So uh 
This one kind of hit me out of nowhere, Roots. We have Drop Dead Dual Strike, which is probably the one title on Steam I don't own uh, that I've literally thought about buying like 50 times because it's only $15 for this game. And it's got a legit co-op zombie shooting campaign in it. Like everything we ask for, this mm. game has. Uh, but anyway, this game's been out forever at $15. Uh, and the developer showing it a little love here giving it a brand new game mode 30 levels of uh horde mode fully playable in multiplayer just like the rest of the game oh wow that's crazy did you say it was a steam or is this an oculus game this is quest this oh. is a quest game oh i think you said steam but that's, i was like steam i thought this was quest. maybe you maybe i'm hearing wrong. i don't know maybe i said i don't know but this is a quest game um that uh again it, it's already a notable multiplayer game it's already cheap and you and i've got to imagine a lot of people already own this game uh it's interesting that they're still supporting it what's wrong with us was because i also have questioned i've thought about buying this several times and um for whatever reason i don't own it it seems like a game i should own right yeah yeah you know interestingly um our, our show oculus account just got the 30 uh 30 code in it and i'm trying to think maybe we Ooh. should pick something up with it yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So it did. I want my 30% code as well. <laughs> All right. Well, keep watching that email and don't play the games that you buy. Well, that's true. Uh, headline, new update for the Climb 2 brings monthly challenges and collectibles. So uh, it's interesting, man. You don't hear a lot of people talking about the Climb 2 the way you did the Climb 1. Mm. And it yeah. looks cool, uh, but it's interesting. Uh an interesting observation it doesn't seem to be as widely uh applauded as the first one was now people are put off for whatever reason um they did not doing a pcvr version you know people want to see wanted to be oohed and odd by the you know be able to super sample and everything else and uh i mean that's the number one complaint i hear the number one reason uh, people say they didn't pick it up and it's not unique to me because that's the reason i didn't pick it up um, so I'm a perfect case example. I would imagine that that has to have something to do with it uh, because you said it's not, there's really nothing different about it. I mean, except for it's got some cool environments, right? It's got the city. Um, I was kind of psyched to play about it until they, I heard that it was not PCVR and then I just checked out. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like uh, all of these other games uh, do so well, uh, just as standalone titles, but when you get a, a continuation of a PC franchise that comes standalone only, uh, the existing user base, uh, which are mostly PC gamers, aren't interested, right? And apparently it's that disinterest has spread to the standalone community. Yeah. Uh, either that or, 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 you know, people bought it and just aren't that passionate about it, then they don't talk about it. Well, I mean, it's not different enough from the first one. I mean, if you've played the first one, I've heard you, it's the same as the second one. Um, and so, you know, the game, it's climbing, dude. I, when it came out, when did the, the Climb 1 come out? 2016, when VR first dropped, right? Or generally, maybe it was some somewhere in that general thing. So everything was new. Climbing was awesome, okay? Now we're five years down the road. Climbing is in every game. It's amazing to climb but it's a, a climbing game so what do you have left you have the visuals and now you're going to stick me in a, a foveated rendering um subpar experience when i wanted the clarity of the the pcvr 
you know that's the one thing that you have left is the the the, the visuals and then like you said the exec, existing user base being um almost exclusively pcvr to begin with it, it's kind of uh i think they kind of screwed themselves yeah a little weird man it's a little weird i do have some mild interest in the game but uh, only because of those uh different environments i mean that that's really the extent of my interest in it i don't care about monthly challenges or this uh timed uh, mode that they added <laughs> in uh, none of that really means anything to me that game has always been about the environments and it's the new environments that really uh uh generate any interest that i have in it oh maybe this is a perfect game that you were just talking about for the 30 percent code and then the uh, the, uh, the patrons and the people that watch the show pay for it and uh we get to check it out and tell everybody whether we think it's worth getting on quest or not so. maybe i mean there, there's a, just a handful of games that I, I don't have that i want most of them being multiplayer which means that yeah. it really doesn't do any good to, to buy one copy of a multiplayer game so yeah uh you might you might be right this might be the one yeah cool uh headline in dreams opening a second vr studio focused on live service games so uh we were talking a moment ago about the studio's uh, kind of stratifying in a certain uh, echelon of studio ending up at the top of the heap. Uh, I think In Dreams is cementing themselves as one of these studios, and uh, nothing more evident of that than the fact that they're opening up a second VR studio. And this is completely remote work. They've got some big name guys from the gaming industry coming in to run this place, and it's going to be running. Uh, I assume what they mean by live service games are these kind of games as a service uh live gaming like uh the some fitness games uh take this model and uh some like shooter games uh seasonal shooter games take this model i assume that that's what they're talking about by live service yeah and that's what i would imagine i mean the only other thing would be like a live um on-site thing but i think they would word it differently and i don't think anybody's moving in that direction right now that's that's not a good idea <laughs> i don't think anyway Anyway, uh, I'm interested to see where this goes because um, if, if In Dreams is known for anything, it's, uh, it's creativity in a, a space that um, rewards you for being creative, right? The VR gaming landscape rewards you for doing things that are different. Uh, the, the developers are still to this day uh, learning how to break the mold of conventional gaming uh, to fully take advantage of the limitless uh, possibilities of the VR platform. And In Dreams really has done a better job of that than anyone uh, because, I mean, especially with their last couple of games, I mean, you talk about different, man. These games are different. Yeah, absolutely. And amazing. Uh, PD in the chat says, you know who else likes games as a service? My mm -hmm. oh. uh, Anyway, headline... And this is our final headline of the week. Uh, become a knight with the Population 1 Kingdom Age update this week. So um, this this I find very interesting, Roots, because we've noticed, and I'm sure many other people have noticed in the various different communities across the VR landscape, a diminished interest in Population 1. Not Not that it's not a great game still, uh, but people are playing other stuff now, man. People are starting to, uh, right around the time that they went seasonal, 
and started changing up the rules and changing up the map every month, uh, people kind of stopped paying attention to this one. And the way that they've decided to deal with this isn't by going back to a more conventional approach, but rather getting rid of the paid model. So all of that cosmetic stuff that you could subscribe to uh, before, they're, they're putting that on hold for a little while. And they're building a castle in the middle of this shooter game, complete with an Excalibur sword that you can strike down your enemies with. Uh, Roots, are you buying into this or, or are you selling? Uh, I, I feel like it's more of the same. Like it's uh, you, they decided to change things up by putting more different um, skins in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like more uh, different environment, which is what they did, getting away from the unconventional. And I don't think the problem was buying the skins or, or the paying for stuff. I just think the thing is, is um, that there's no balance, man. That's why I stopped playing for the most part. Is like when you go into a game and you're constantly getting your ass whipped because by the same group of, you know, elite people over and over again, eh, it just gets old, you know? And I feel like a lot of people felt that way. Um, and that's one of the best things about Fortnite is like, it's got such a good system where if I, you go in and you're new, you're going to be playing against new people that don't know, also don't know what they're doing or they're on a Smurf account and they're still going to kick your ass, but at least they're going through the steps of having to create a new character to do it. Um, so I think that's part of the problem, more of a problem than anything is, is just balancing the games a little bit better. Uh, but uh, it's been so long since I've been in there. I haven't, um, I kind of burned myself out a little bit, but. I mean, if I'm truthful, it's just, uh, you know, you want to feel like you're at least doing somewhat decent instead of getting your ass handed to you every five seconds. And a lot of things, everything's changing, man. Every time I turn around, there's a new grenade or a new this or new that. I don't know what the rules are anymore. Like, um, it's just too much. I think that that's the, the thing. Every, there's no stability in it, right? There, people can't settle in with the constant change. And, and to be honest... I, I haven't played a lot of this game just because, you know, I'm not a big competitive multiplayer guy. Uh, but up until now, you know, all of the maps, all of the, the different rule sets that they've enabled, it's all seemed like pretty cool stuff to me uh, until now. Uh, this kind of reeks of desperation to me. It, it seems like the, uh, the girlfriend that you kind of <laughs> stop showing interest in. So she goes and cuts all her hair off and dyes it, gets an orange spray tan and, and all new crazy looking clothes and tries to get your attention. Uh, that's what this feels like to me. It's like, uh, baby, baby, we, we need to go out and do something. We don't, we never go out anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I don't think Excalibur is the thing that's going to bring me back in. I don't think so either. I mean, it just doesn't seem, it just seems like I said, more of the same. And, um, you know, and like Wolverazza was saying, people are running into full teams of 55 and above, which is top level. And that only play with each other because they're clickish, and um, and then they slaughter. So they do need a bracket as well. But I think uh, that was, um, you know, the last time I went in, I, I had gone in uh, for the Old West thing, and they had already changed the rules before. And so when I went into the Old West, everything was changed again. And I, I was like, well, where's this? Oh, they got rid of that. Well, this is this. And um, I'm old, bro can't be like changing shit I, all the time <laughs> I, I feel like there's a good time to be had in that game still but i feel like 
it's it's all private lobbies from here on out if you want to have fun you got to bring your own crew right right uh luckily we're in a position that we can do that if we want to but a lot of people aren't yeah absolutely yeah it's definitely difficult even just to get somebody to group up that's the position i was at uh before i did the podcast it was like i want to do multiplayer but i don't know anybody so so with that said if you're that type of person who needs to crew up with some people and you don't have enough friends in vr to do that virtual strangers discord is home for the hardcore vr gaming enthusiasts there's an invitation in the description down below uh there's people in there that will play with you bro yeah just don't ask in a weird way or expect uh, at a weird time somebody asked a while back for some game i don't even remember what it was um for me to play and i felt bad because i was in in a weird time and then i never heard from this person again i feel like i slided them i just not that i wouldn't have played with them i just uh, didn't have time right it was just not the right time bro no uh boy brown in chat says play larsenauts instead the patches have addressed a lot of the launch problems we're gonna play larsenauts probably this week right yeah yeah absolutely but you know what's not gonna happen for me in larsenauts i will not be using uh the san lucky gunstock because I was playing Everslot earlier, and my thing flew out of my <laughs> thing, my magnet, and I, I heard it hit something, and it broke the ring. Um, that's how uh, action-packed that game was. Um, so I'm kind of out of the game for, for the San Locky thing without uh, my right. It's my right one, too. I don't have, so now I don't have a right magnet. So kind of well, I can send the, I can send you the one back. Um... No, unless our boy mash daddy can get on that and get us another one sent out to you yeah uh, mash i'll work on that if you could mash if not i mean it's been so long i feel bad i want to do the review though that's the thing um but i don't know how it flew out Wes. i mean it's been wedged in there and it just went flying bro i'm glad there was nobody in here to get hit yeah well i use um as a uh as a preventative measure I, i use these uh zip ties teeny 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 tiny little zip ties and mm. it just takes two of them and you have that protection in there oh. so that oh. you know that won't happen yeah well the thing is is it's too late now you're like the somebody that's telling me how to keep a girlfriend from cheating on me and it's already happened bro <laughs> right <laughs> right right, oh, right. Yeah. anyway that wraps up the week's headlines and gets us into the meat this is what everybody showed up for roots the the main event and uh we have uh, five awesome games to talk about. Uh, but as I mentioned at the top, it isn't all going to just be news this week. Our first couple of entries into the gaming segment this week uh, is actually going to be impressions. I mean, it's kind of going to be both. We're going to do a little, little news, a little impressions, uh, but it's all going to work out. It's going to be a, a fun discussion. Yeah. Um, Wilbur in the chat says, oh, no. <laughs> mm. It sucked, dude. Yeah. I, as soon as when I when you heard said it, Everslot, as soon as you said Everslot, I said, "Oh, <laughs> yeah," because there's so many guys coming at you, man, and you're just you know who she... loves it when there's so many guys coming at you. <laughs> oh no, right? God, my mom. <laughs> yeah, she does, man. Ubaraza in the chat says, "I still play random and take invites and pop. Uh, we'll get a few wins per session." But it's also situational, and if you can get a team to work together correctly, um, yeah, that's kind of the story for a lot of people in that game. Actually, you know, I have an inside 
I've got some people that are good. Like all I'd have to do is like group up with Messi and uh, um, who was that other dude that uh, I can't remember his name now, man. That was uh, really cool. oh, uh, uh, I don't know. It was cool. He was cool, man. Oh, well, Mash says he's uh, got Matt, an extra one, right? There you go, man. Uh, asking you shall receive, right? All right. Well, I appreciate that. I just need the right one. Got the left one still. It's just, uh, man, I, I don't even know how. It's weird how light those controllers are now without the magnet. Because I took the left one out. I was like, what's the point of keeping that one in there? Um, now I feel like I'm not even holding controllers in my hand. Yeah, and what a time to break it, too, right? When Sniper Elite adds uh, support for it and you br you break it. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. But uh, it could have been worse. It could have flew into my uh, gaming 144 hertz monitor, you know? Oh, God, God. Uh, get you some zip ties, bro. Mm -hmm. Don't don't risk it. It's <laughs> not worth it. It's not <laughs> worth it. Oh. Delirium Juvier says Messi was fighting an Oculus man. Did you hear about that? Rich? I did not hear about that. Actually, I, the last time I, I, you know, I this is the thing, man. Messi, and if you're out there, bro, like he'll stop by my stream and he'll say, "Dude, I miss you, roots," and then he'll leave. And I'm like, "Well, I'm here, bro. I'm streaming. Hang out with me. If you miss me, bro, <laughs> hang out. Don't don't come in and tell me you miss me and then leave two seconds later because that doesn't sound like that miss. It means you're I'm on your mind." Um, is what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm, I'm notoriously horrible for. Uh, I don't like talking on the phone. Mm. I, I'll literally, I'll go years without calling people in my family just because I don't make small talk. I'm not the type of person who talks about the weather and shit, you know. Mm. Uh, and I know some people take it personally, and uh, you know, others over the years have kind of learned how I am and and, and don't. Uh, but I could only imagine if I just decided to call my grandmother up out of the blue and go. Uh, Hey, hey, Mama, uh, I really just wanted to call and say I miss you. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? I miss you. I miss Messi, bro. Like, Messi, come hang out at my stream for a couple minutes. <laughs> I miss you, bro. But I did not I hear that. You. I'll have to find that out. I'll have to message him and see what's up with that. That sucks. Yeah. Well, well I mean, when you got people uh, making videos of you bullying people, um, uh, you, you this this can happen right yeah yeah people suck sometimes overall it says dude i totally miss you <laughs> well you're still here i believe it wolveraz i believe right. you bro exactly anyway um let's talk some vr roots and let's talk about the game we were supposed to talk about yesterday actually we were supposed to talk about before yesterday but you know shit happens uh, VinVR Adventure, third-person VR platformer, VinVR Adventure, which launched on PC VR in holiday 2020, now set for an August 12th release date on Oculus Quest. Much like Astrobot Rescue Mission, you're tasked with guiding Vin on his journey from a third-person perspective, but you're also present in the world as well. Vin sets off to save his fellow pals, the Ikai, all of whom all of whom have been scattered across the planet by invaders. As you track the chief, the game's chief villain, Bruce Nelson, you'll save the little Ikai from machines and deadly enemies as you maneuver around traps and other various dangers. The game will launch on Oculus Quest Store for $30 and will support cross-buy at launch. 
And I have been able to confirm that there are still plans to bring the game to PlayStation VR, mm. although there's no approximate time frame at the moment. Uh, you know, Roots, as I was kind of going back and forth with uh, their community manager over there at Monologic last week, I was noticing that they weren't mentioning cross-buy in a lot of their um, promo material. And generally, when you see a game that isn't talking about cross-buy, there's only one reason for that, right? It's because it doesn't support cross-buy. So, like, I, I, I wrote this big, long email to them about why I think it's a mistake that they're not doing cross-buy and uh, <laughs> how uh, people aren't going to buy their game if they've already paid 30 bucks for it once, that uh, they need to reconsider, even if it means doing a uh, a discount instead of doing like a full free cross-buy, because you can do that. I found out you can do that uh, because there's another game. Um, uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew does that. Oh, really? Um, but anyway... Uh, I wrote this big long page about how they're they're screwing up by not uh, by by not supporting cross buy, and uh, they responded to me right away like, "Bro, we're doing cross buy. If they bought it, that they don't have to buy it again." <laughs> I felt like such an ass. So why? Uh, so why did it? I guess why was that not apparent? Is it just something they just didn't stress? I guess. Yeah, I, I, either I maybe they mentioned it and I, I just didn't see it, or maybe they're just not. Um, uh, you know, using it as a selling point like some of the other studios do. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, 100% confirmed, Vin VR Adventure does support cross buy. If you own it on Rift, you'll get it on Quest. If you buy it on Quest, you'll get it on Rift. Um, which I don't know necessarily that you need it, Roots, because playing this game on Oculus Quest 2, as you can see from the footage here, uh, there's only about this much difference, right? Yeah, dude, I was blown away. I was blown away because I might. Okay, so this is how blown away I was. When I played it, Wes, um, I, I only had access to the demo, which is the first and the fourth level. And um, I didn't know I had to reinstall it. Uh, I went and played it on the PC VR version after I played those two levels because I want I needed more Ven. You know what I mean? I was like, damn it, I can, I can only play these two levels. And I was blown away. Um, by uh the graphics and the shadows i mean look at the, the quest it's kind of messed up the way that it's hidden behind our our windows but the quest 2 is on the right the pcvr is on the left and like you said there is little to no difference at all i if when i played it i couldn't tell any difference unless i'm looking at them side by side um and uh wes i i i i'm ashamed to say i didn't pick the hard mode um after all that we talked about i picked the uh the, the normal mode with the uh, normal amount of notes and everything. Yeah, you know, I did the same thing and uh <laughs> I think you can I think you can change it on the fly. Uh but, you know, I said, well, let's go with uh let's go with normal because I remember this game being super challenging, right? But what I forgot was it's later in the game when it gets really challenging. These early levels are uh, I mean, level 4, the second demo level that they gave us uh it's that's where the game starts to get a little bit challenging the first three are just kind of you know getting a feel for the game uh eye candy if you will uh but at level four the game starts to pick up some challenge and uh, by the time i got to level four though i had like close to like 80 or 90 lives built up okay. uh, now if i remember correctly i'll burn right through those when i get to the right level i'll just die over and over again uh but I, yeah i i 
like you, I feel like I probably should have uh, picked the uh, the hard mode. Yeah, no, I'll tell you what, I guarantee we won't feel that way when it's all said and done because there's those levels where, like you said, you just keep dying over and over again. And then the next thing you know, you're having to go back through old levels just to get notes to get your lives back. Um, and that's exactly why I, I, I wussed out because I remember that. Um, but, you know, the good thing I will say about this is um, it's it's the same amazing gameplay. And that's what we fell in love with, right? I mean, it wasn't just how good it looked. It was uh, how fast-paced and how um, amazing the gameplay is. Now, they have uh, edited the levels a little bit, not for the standalone version, uh, but after they released the original PC version, uh, a lot of people complained about it being too hard. So they did redesign certain parts of certain levels. And uh, obviously, I'm I'm one that enjoys a challenge. I... I I I like the the levels the way they were before, but I get why they did it. Um, with that said, the thing that I was really afraid that they were going to do, thank God, they uh, they didn't do. Because if you'll remember, Roots, they were talking about completely changing how the camera works in this game yep. and having it so that the player has full control of the camera to follow Vin around everywhere. And we always maintained that. The, the player perspective in this game is what makes the gameplay. If you if you change that, it's not the same game. And uh, I'm happy to say, Roots, that I, I had a conversation uh, with Monologic earlier today uh, about this specific topic, and they have seen the light, Roots, and they agree that, uh, that that would change the game too drastically. And that notion is a thing of the past now. What the game is now is what the game is always going to be. You know what's cool about the changes that they did make? Um, now you can go backwards in the game. Like, you you know what I mean? It's You're not stuck. So you can, like, uh, go forward, backwards. You can explore. Um, it's just, a, I, I like it. Uh, and it definitely, um, Onakazi was asking, um, he said, you know, we were concerned about uh, dumbing it down. The complaints, did they thread that needle? And I'm assuming what you just said, they did thread that needle as far as the changes. Um, cause I agree. I, I, I did not seem f or feel like even the earlier levels were uh, super easy and, and I didn't even get to the hard stuff yet. Yeah. I, I do have a suggestion though, because I did like the old ultra difficult levels that they had originally developed. And I'm sure that they still have those levels on a hard drive somewhere in their studio. I have a suggestion. So if you're still watching monologic or if you're watching this tomorrow, this is what I would like. Uh, if I had, uh, my choice in a perfect world if the player can beat the game on hard mode so start to finish on the di the hardest difficulty setting i would love it if that would unlock a new game plus mm. and the new game plus is the original level layout from the original vin release on pc with all of the uh the sections off to the sides where you really get far away from the camera and and there's really ultra difficult timing based uh, areas. I, I would love to be able to to earn access to that version again by completing the uh, finished product on the hard difficulty. That's so a really good idea. That, Thank you. Yeah, for... I, oh, go ahead. 
and, and what a way to uh, give the game more replayability. Not that it isn't already like infinitely replayable, uh, but I mean, that would give people who really got hooked on this game reason to play through it an entire second time because the levels will have changed a little bit, right? Absolutely. And uh, you could call it the virtual strangers mode. <laughs> right, the strangers mode. <laughs> the strangers I, I like mode. that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh who was it? Sar said uh Sar N. Soren, I guess. You know who else uh loves the hard mode? My mom. <laughs> oh yeah. The harder the you, better. You know who else has a Soren roots? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that, man. Uh anyway, um there there aren't a lot of games on Quest 2 and we and we we talk about it. We talked about it at the top of the episode that these developers are getting better or developing around the, the hardware of the Quest 2. But I don't know if I've ever seen a game this close to the PC version. Uh, I mean, they're coming at this thing with dynamic shadows. I mean, they've got like tons of bloom effect. Uh, they've even like managed to salvage most of the particle effects in uh, in the Quest 2 version. I mean, you're really hard-pressed to find any differences. Uh, it does have a little bit of a different look to it uh, because I think the the means of global illumination is a little bit different. So, like, the, the Quest version has a little bit of a brighter, more colorful look to it, whereas the uh, PC version, it seems like a, it has more, like, natural light to it. It seems more like real sunlight in the uh, in the PC version. But I'm really just nitpicking to find any differences in it at all. I mean, even like the texture resolution is very, very similar and hard to uh, discern any kind of difference in it. Yeah, this is the only platformer that I know of like this, um, this type of platformer. Obviously, Trover would be a platformer on the Quest too. And um, the good news is it's one of the best ones as well. So it's not like you're oh, I'm slumming it with Ven VR on the Quest because that's all I can play. No, you're getting to play one of the best platformers out there on your quest too and uh and the good news is it doesn't even look um much different at all the gameplay is 100 percent the same and uh i definitely recommend it at 30 dollars. and it's cross buy so if you already have it from the the rift you're already going to be owning this on day one for free so how amazing is that yeah that's pretty awesome and you know um the the monologic uh joining us in chat says uh very good idea with the virtual strangers mode they actually are creating bonus levels for hardcore players so we're going to get uh, that challenge uh if we can manage to even make it through the uh the game on hard mode uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to get some additional challenging levels yeah you said your wife played through and beat the whole game right on the pc vr version she said in the yeah, chat she... she's looking forward to playing the full um quest version again yeah, she she played the played it on my quest before I even picked it up. Like she she loves this game, and as 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 uh, do I, and everyone I've talked to that uh, have played it. And I, I was saying it earlier. When it comes to pure platforming, now you mentioned Trover. Trover's not a pure platforming. It's mm -hmm. kind of a platformer hack and slash comedy game. When it comes to pure platformers in VR, really the only other game that's on this level is astrobot mm -hmm. it's a party of two it's this game and astrobot and nothing on on quest or pc uh, in my opinion is on this level and they've accurately reproduced it on the oculus quest now i don't i don't know 
what it's going to look like on Quest One, but I got to imagine that that uh, you know th that it looks quite uh, good on that one as well. Although it might not have the uh, dynamic shadows and a lot of the other little bells and whistles that we enjoy on the uh, newer version of Quest. Yeah, it'd be like uh, the last couple weeks of Roots's background uh, for streaming. It'd be the equivalent of what's going on there. I, they're going to take out the uh, the shadowing and uh, a couple of things, but still the gameplay is going to be amazing. And uh, I don't think anybody on the quest is going to be bummed out that they're playing Ven VR. Uh, they're just going to—they're not having as good of an experience as the quest too, for sure. But uh, it's definitely well, they—they they know what they're doing, right? Like, I—I uh, uh, I can't speak for everyone, but I got to imagine that there's other people out there like me that you know it, we could play hundreds of VR games, but it's still it's the same basic stuff that really gets me every time. If you throw a bunch of bloom at me and a bunch of particle effects, I never cease to say, wow. Yeah, yeah, because you're in uh, there. That isn't lost on these guys here because this game is full of it. Yeah, it's absolutely full of it. And it's full of um, amazing gameplay. And, you know, we've said this um, on the PC VR version. What makes this game good is, uh, at least for me, any platformer is designed to be gone through fast. Um, you can go through slow, but if you run through fast, it, it's going to be the easiest mode. You just have to have the reflexes to do it. And, uh, and I, I got caught again by that guy, Wes, that one that throws the hat out at you. And, um, yeah. I felt very dirty cause I shouldn't get caught by him anymore. He's, a, he's an old enemy to me, but, uh, well, that's the cool thing about this. If you like playing platformers to that level, when you like the repetition and speed running aspect of it, there's a speed running mode complete with leaderboards. Like it isn't like just your average everyday like platformer and that's it. That they put stuff like that in there to to bring you back in. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed it, but there are some very nicely hidden shortcuts in this game. So you'll come into a room that has this very obvious long winding path up and down and all around. But if you pay attention to like the walls and stuff, there'll be a brick sticking out here that if you hit it just right, you can skip a whole section of the map and get to the other side really quickly. I'm sure that that stuff's put in there intentionally for the speedrunners. Yeah. And uh, it always makes me feel good to, uh, to, to find that stuff. Generally, what I do uh, to make it more challenging is I'll take the shortcut and then I'll work my way backwards to uh, get all the little runes and uh, ikai. That's the beauty of the new way that they do it now, right? You can go backwards, which is cool. Um, Wolveraza says uh, the, a good thing about this over um, Trover as well is you can actually let your kids play it, which is absolutely true. And what you said, Wes, is really the the, the bulk of it. Um, this is this is a traditional platformer. This is a Mario type of game. This is an Astrobot type of game, um, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing, and uh, it's a must-own, in my opinion. If uh, any of you out there, if there's any of you who haven't played this game yet, uh, it comes out in four days on the Oculus Quest Store, cross-buy enabled for $30, and uh, oftentimes when games launch for $30, you'll hear Roots get on here and, and, and myself and be a little wishy-washy about uh, the price and say, well, maybe it should have been 20 or maybe it should have been 25 $30 all day for this. Uh, like, this is... Uh, this is uncommon quality with regards to uh, games on the uh, Quest Library. There's nothing else on the Quest Library like this, uh, not only in terms of genre, but in terms of uh, quality. There aren't very many games that this high quality. 
this close to a PC VR game on your standalone. Uh, and furthermore, uh, this is a game that, uh, you know, people who are new to VR are going to know how to play this immediately. I mean, they've everybody's played Mario, right? We know how to play platformers. So if you need a good demo title to put your, uh, your, your sister in or, you know, or, or, or your friend who's never played VR before, this is perfect. They're not going to get sick. They're going to know exactly how to play it. And they're going to be blown away blow by away. how beautiful it is and how fun it is. It's going to blow them away. Um, and uh, that's it. Uh, Traveling Man wants to know if there's any future content planned for it. I mean, they did just say that they're going to, um, they're planning on some um, stuff for the hardcore players, some uh, bonus levels, that type of stuff. Um, I don't and, know. About any... And there's going to be the uh, the upcoming Virtual Strangers mode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Well, we got, we got our endorsement as well on the commercial. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know what else we could say about this game that we haven't already. We've covered the PC game at length on multiple occasions. Um, and this game is nearly identical on Quest to, to the PC version. So I kind of think that says it all. Yeah, I would say the only way you don't like this game is if you come into it saying, I don't like platformers. I really don't like platformers. Then you're not going to like it. It's a platformer. But if you like platformers, you're going to love it. I guarantee. Now, it has been a while since I played the PC version, and I felt like when I got in here going through the levels that, um, and I might be wrong about this, but it felt like maybe they had re uh, reordered the levels. Like, the, there were a couple of them that seemed like maybe they were swapped around. Like, the, the level that I remember being level one is now level two, hmm. and the level that I remember being level two is now level one. Now, I could just be faulty memory on my part, uh, but it seems like maybe they switched things around a little bit. Oh, well, if it, if they did, I didn't notice it, but uh, that doesn't mean anything, really. No, no, I, I feel <laughs> like um, uh, as long as they're all in there, then they're all in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Monologic Games says there's a lot of shortcuts in there. We hope after Quest releases, players will find them. Well, now you're putting the challenge out there, Monologic Games. Find the hidden levels and then let uh, the virtual strangers know in the comments which ones you found. Yeah, there are some ways that you can just skip right through this thing if you're uh, eagle-eyed, right, and you're you're thinking in that way. Uh, it's really cool because there's a lot of freedom in the map. Like, you know, a lot of games, uh, you'll see areas off to the side, and you'll feel like I can't, you know, I can't go over there because the game won't let me. There's going to be an invisible wall or something that stops me from going over there. Uh, you know, whenever I try to climb on top of something in this game, I can get on top of it. Like, uh, you know, once I get up there, there's nothing for me to do with it, but, uh, <laughs> it's cool that I can do it if I want to. Right. Yeah. There's nothing worse than feeling restricted, you know, like even if uh, I was watching somebody play that new world beginning of the game, Asmongold or whatever his name is. And, um, and like, he'd try to go certain ways off a path and you're just, you can't move, right? And it just feels, it's like, I should be able to go over there. I mean, if there's a wall there, you can't go there. But if it's clear, why am I running into an invisible wall? I don't like that. Yeah, so. yeah it reminds me of, uh, what was that game we played recently? The uh, Atlantis. That Atlantis game had uh, had a bunch of stuff like that in it. And you, you would literally uh, get wedged into the invisible wall and get stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you'd uh, have stuff not be there. It's crazy. Right. Anyway, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, stay tuned. I'm sure we'll do some more uh, 
coverage on this after it uh after it releases we'll put another gameplay out or something um but it's it's top notch uh i recommend all day on both of our parts for 30 dollars here and absolutely amazing that uh it's cross by so you're getting uh you're getting two games for, for 30 bucks yeah you don't even have to choose whether you want to play the uh pc vr version or quest 2 version you can play both so absolutely uh, but, you know, speaking of PCVR roots, a lot of people, uh, you know, it, it's periodic, right? People like to herald the death of PCVR an it's awful dead. lot. Uh, but we didn't hear much of it last week. We heard a lot of people mentioning how PCVR isn't dead because everyone who has PCVR was playing Everslot. And uh, Everslot is a game from developer MobX, which recently dropped into Steam Early Access this past week. Selling over a thousand copies on launch day and garnering over a hundred mostly positive reviews. Uh, this game is a fast-paced hack and slash style action game with a heavy focus on looting and progression. Uh, with no real comfort op options to speak of, Everslot is unapologetically geared toward experienced VR gamers. Uh, again, Everslot is $20 on Steam and will remain in early access for well over a year with much more content yet to come. And I feel like uh, we need to preface this discussion about Everslot with the disclaimer. We are talking about this game uh, in the context of early access. Like, um, I was blown away by this, this game, Roots. The level of polish, the smoothness to the gameplay, the comfort, despite uh, it's comfortable chaos, right? We We've pulled that phrase out for a few games. I think it uh, accurately describes this game. Uh, this game gets crazy, but you never really f quite feel uncomfortable playing it. Um, really, the only thing that, that hinders this game is the fact that it's in early access and it needs more content and variety. But what is here is as polished as it can be and just so fun and so replayable, or at least that's how I feel about it. Wow. Well, absolutely. And uh, um, before we get started on that, I guess um, I, we didn't thank Monologic Games for access to the <laughs> to the game or Everslot, which is uh, um, we really appreciate it. And uh, uh, Monologic Games says um, it's no problem at all. So, oh, yeah. Uh, where are my manners? Um, thank you. Monologic. I thank them so profusely off the air that, uh, <laughs> that it didn't even occur to me to thank them publicly. Uh, we did receive review access to uh, the, uh, the Vin VR adventure as well as Everslot. So thank you, Monologic. Thank you, MobX, for uh, allowing us access uh, before launch uh, yeah. to these amazing titles. Absolutely. And you know what I was blown away with, Wes? Um, even though you warned me, I went through the beginning part of the game and I thought I was like in the game. I said, okay, I got a weapon. Wes said I had to get a weapon. Is he warned me? He said, "Look, you're not like playing the actual game until you get to where the weapons are, and um, which is what you're showing here, where you can hang up the weapons and stuff." And so I played for I, I don't know thirty minutes or something, man. And it's like, man, these enemies are are cool, but they're you know one on one. They're not swarming me. They're not really coming at me too much. And then I get to where this part is, and then it has you jump in the actual dungeon, and then everything's different, dude. Because it's it's what I think that they do so well about this is the movement and the the multiple ways of of fighting, right? The way that you're um 
uh you know so basically everything is is based on blood as far as like a lot of the things you do you heal yourself with blood uh you um you uh what else do you do with the blood you do some other things right i'm losing my uh, yeah you use it as an ammunition in your gun oh, that's right your shotgun. Gun. yeah so as the gun and um and so you're you're collecting it basically as you're attacking all these enemies you're constantly um getting blood and so you it's not infinite right so you kind of get you can't just willy-nilly i could totally see west conserving and and using it to its fullest extent um but there's enemies that like you see uh them out there and you immediately want to you want to hit these ones with the gun and for me it's the bow and arrows or like the bigger guys but the coolest part west is the fact that you can jump and dash and I, what I love to do is jump forward, leap at them, and then come down at, with a slam as I'm hitting in the air. Um, I just feel like the movement, it, it, it fits the chaos so well. It gives you so many options to attack and counterattack and shoot, and you're healing, and you're jumping backwards and dashing all over the place. Um, it's, ex it's everything you need for a game like this, and it's everything that developers have been scared to put into a game like this because of movement and people getting sick. And uh, I give kudos to these uh, devs for, for saying, screw it, we're gonna make a game for the, the enthusiast and um, and most people probably won't get sick. At least, I don't know. It didn't seem like it to me. So. Well, I don't know if you were paying attention to YouTube when this game launched, but everybody was playing this game and everybody was loving it. Mm. And it made me feel good because we, we're among the first people to cover this game like a, uh, two months ago. We covered it at the beginning of June. And we asked the question during that episode, uh, you know, we stated that MobX is kind of gambling on the idea that there's enough hardcore PC gamers out there that they're going to be successful putting out a game that's just for hardcore PC gamers. And uh, I asked you the question, do you think that they're right? Do you think that they're going to actually be able to succeed at it? And uh, you said yes, and uh, it seems as if uh, it's playing out just as if, just as you thought it would, man. People are loving this game. Uh, everyone's buying it up. Everybody kind of thinks it's a bargain at twenty dollars. It is, um, but it is an early access game, and uh, and I've played it quite a lot actually, uh, and I found myself uh, wanting more. Uh, I, I want more environments i want more enemies uh i want more period uh you know it, you know as beautiful as the game is and it is stunning in my hp reverb g2 and it plays perfectly never crash once um and, and it doesn't it doesn't officially support wmr like it's not even listed but it it, it does support wmr uh and, and what i mean by that is i can play it on my reverb without even launching steam vr hmm. it runs natively in wmr software like it's it natively supports wmr even though it doesn't like claim to um anyway uh i found myself uh wanting more with regards to everything and uh it, uh the 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 initial level the the outside map which is pretty long and sprawling. I found that to be my favorite map so far. Like I wish that more of the internal dungeons had that external layout because it seems so much bigger, right? Right. Yeah. Well, you're going through a dungeon. Everything's kind of a little bit contained. 
Um, but I haven't gotten, I didn't go as far as you did. I mean, I, uh, I thought I was an hour, 45 minutes to an hour is surely enough to be able to get through the first dungeon. And then I noticed that showtime was creeping up on me and I had to get out. But, uh, I was impressed with everything I played. I, you know, I, I thought it was cool that you can upgrade your weapons. So many different weapons. You're finding chests all over the place. Um, you, you know, your durability on the weapon. Um, I don't know if they break. I haven't encountered that, but you can grind them up on that thing in this main area to get it back to 100. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. And the glove is super cool as well. Um, the only thing that I, well, we always say this, but how cool would this game be if I um, was in there with you, Wes, as a multiplayer? Um, you know, it's it's almost like it it's designed to be, like you could, it would be amazing, right? Yeah, dude, like uh, if you had, I mean... It makes me want to go play the Serious Sam multiplayer, to be honest, because it's that same kind of frenetic pace to it, where like, uh, it, it's there, there's so many enemies coming at you at once that it's hard to get get your bearings. And um, the way I had to deal with it when you when you get into one of those rooms toward the end of the level, I, I pretty much have to stick with my back to the wall, uh, otherwise they're going to kill me. Now, with that said, after I kind of got a feel for the game. Uh, I didn't find it to be the most challenging thing in the world. It was fun to play, and it felt good to play it, um, but I only died like a time or two at the very beginning of, of getting used to playing it. It's been a long time since I actually got killed playing this game. Yeah, there's a lot of options for running around, dashing. Um, you can be healing with the blood, right? Um, you're, you're shooting the, the people. You're keeping them away from that in that perspective as well. And then uh, not to mention the, um, the grappling hook, you know, you got those bronze things, heads or whatever. You can zip yourself around. Uh, like you said, once you get yourself really um, uh, acclimated to the movement, it definitely, uh, you know, they could probably ramp up the, the enemies a little bit. Although, man, like you said, they will swarm you. And if you get in the middle, big middle of a room and you're running around and you're slashing stuff and you're flinging your, your sand locky magnet across the room, um, don't assume that there's not somebody right behind you. <laughs> hitting you you know what i mean like they're because they're coming from every direction there is no there there's no holding punches you're not going at one direction and and kind of like ninja legends where you've got the front and the sides um it, it's every direction and um it's fast paced and it's not just uh, at least for me so far um it's a good mix of enemies as far as um not just the same type you've got the the bow and arrow guy you got the main big guy plus the other little guys um but i totally believe you that um you know that there probably needs to be more as well and i'm assuming that they're planning on adding more right since it's early yeah access. yeah that that's what the purpose of the early access is actually you can tell that the game doesn't need a whole lot in terms of polish like they've polished it out uh they, it just needs more content and uh, i think that that's the entire purpose of the early access period yeah well they nailed everything i played i mean the the gameplay is amazing the movement's amazing and it's um it's doing things a lot of games are afraid to do so definitely give kudos to the devs for that um and it's satisfying yeah, I, I, you know look you can you can zip yourself from them with the the thing and um i can't tell you as you're slashing stuff to try to build your bullets um and you're turning and there's a, a bow and arrow guy um ready to shoot you in the face and you get to shoot him in the face first uh, i felt so good wes yeah it's uh it's got a great attitude to it like you're you're literally um it feels like playing old school doom like 
uh, you're going through it and really just slicing through these enemies uh, and and you're collecting blood like that the whole point of the game is to collect as much blood as you can that's how you progress it's not only your life and it's not only ammunition for your weapon but if you want to level your character up um you have to collect blood and it's cool because uh it's very detailed the progression system i don't know if you got far enough to mess with any of that but you you sacrifice the blood that you collect to the big face thing and it unlocks character points for you to apply uh, to your character to unlock uh, abilities. And uh, there are three different uh, categories that you can apply your points to. And depending on which one you pick, uh, you, you'll gain new abilities, such as uh, you, you'll, you'll gain uh, the ability to, to collect more blood, for example, or you'll gain a, a higher uh damage with the sword or a, a a higher damage with the grappling hook which by the way the grappling hook isn't just for you to move around you can also use it as a weapon uh you, you can grow your health bar there's tons of different ways that you can progress your character in it and that's really what uh, keeps you coming back even though the 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 levels are kind of repetitive you are kind of fighting the same enemies and it is a kind of easy uh it's fun to do and uh, you're constantly progressing your character and progressing your weapons, unlocking new weapons. Uh, it's really fun in the state that it is in. Wow, Wolveraza says it seems like a unique kind of roguelite, and I uh, I totally agree. Um, and uh, Traveling Man is curious, will there be a story campaign or will it be more like In-Death Unchained? I think it's going to be more like In-Death Unchained. Now, they have uh, said that they're going to add more story sequences into it. But I do think that in general, it's going to be more of a backstory, just kind of explaining your situation that you're in here. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to be something that they're going to uh, hire a bunch of actors and do motion capture for. Absolutely. Um, did you, let me ask you this. Did you notice that like you can drag your sword along the wall or along the ground and it'll spark and you can like feel yeah. it? I thought that was super cool because I did it by accident. I was like, oh my God, I can drag my sword along this. Who doesn't want to? drag their sword on a wall bro like i've been dreaming about that for years um and wolverazza wants to know if upgrades reset each run or do you keep them uh no you you keep your upgrades but with that said uh, i'm talking about your character upgrades now your your weapon upgrades um you can keep them as long as you keep your sword but if you die in the level you lose what you're carrying mm. now with that said uh you have kind of like a weapons room that you can uh, build up an arsenal and you don't always take everything in with you when you go into the dungeon you always you know s select carefully what you take in uh because you know you might not come back out Ooh. and you want to have something left for the next run i did not think that way at all wes but uh thank god i didn't die in there because i didn't have enough time spent um but uh yeah that's a good thing to know i don't want to get myself screwed you know i did fling my sword a couple times that's kind of chaos chaotic when you're um in the middle of a battle right and all of a sudden your sword yeah. goes flying and you're like oh crap i got my hand <laughs> <clears throat> yeah yeah absolutely um yeah i, I mean I, I there's not a whole lot that i can criticize about what's here uh th there are a few nitpicks uh though i would like for um 
uh, I would like for there to be a bit more back and forth with regards to the enemies that have weapons, because some enemies you do engage in melee combat with, some enemies have armor, uh, but there's no like, uh, or there isn't much rather attack counter attack. There's no parrying. Like you, you can't use your sword to block attacks. Hmm. Uh, I'd like it if the if you could, uh, because you can kind of still get away with a little bit of waggle in this game, and uh, I feel like VR melee has kind of moved past that. Uh, but this is it kind of the melee kind of plays like a Gen One melee game. Hmm. Um, beyond that, uh, again, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about here. Uh, again, is stuff that's indicative of Gen 1 games as opposed to today's games. Like if you take your... Yeah, you can drag your sword across the wall and hear it grind and spark, but if you smack the, the wall with your sword, it's not going to clang. Like it'll just go through it. Um, there, there's candles and fires everywhere, but never once do you hear anything burning. Stuff like that. I feel like there's little bits of opportunities to, to help build the immersion here. But um, with regards to the gameplay specifically, mm. uh, I would I would like a little bit more back and forth, a little more ability to block with your sword and counterattack. Um, but again, it, it's a really small thing uh, because it's the pacing is what makes the game, and uh, you don't want to really slow it down too much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wolveraza says you had a super OG pull there where you... Um, you uh did a um, grappling hook into the guy and killed him and the other guy at the same time. That's badass, yeah. bro. It's like a ninja. Yeah, dude, that's one of my favorite things to do is uh, you can grapple hook into the enemies and you, it'll fling you toward them. Uh, I like to do that and then like hit them as I get to them. And uh, the way this thing works, you can combo these guys pretty easily. Like hit them two or three times, like really quickly, depending on how you swing your sword. And you could kill the first enemy like that by grappling to them and hitting them like with a three-hit combo really quickly. Yeah. And uh, super fun. Yeah, everything about it, the gameplay. Um, the shotgun, man, shooting the th three or four enemies, man. It's it's very satisfying to have feel overwhelmed by enemies and being able to um, controlly kill them. You know what I mean? You're not overwhelmed, yeah. but you feel overwhelmed, but you're you're owning them, so you feel like you're badass. Um, so right. That's cool. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, I, I just hope that uh, that it doesn't take them too long. Like I, I want more of this game. I want a proper expansion of it. I want uh, variable environments. It wouldn't take much, right? Another two or three levels. Uh, maybe uh, double the enemy count in the game. Yeah. And uh, give us a couple of uh, boss fights, and that's it, man. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. The progression already has enough to pull you back in. Uh, so just keep adding on to it and uh, you got a hit here, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about a game that won't run on Quest, and you'll never see this game on Oculus Quest. No, 20 bucks, dude. What a steal, right? So, yeah, it was actually 17 for a little while. I had a launch discount with it, uh, but it's that's over now. It's a, it's a full 20 bucks, but it's still a, a big recommend uh, from me for, for that. Even if the game never gets another update, it's worth 20 bucks. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Onakazi, Dev needs to add a damage bonus for the grappling hook kit. You can progress your character in a way to get uh, to uh, strengthen the damage from grappling hook uh, attacks. 
So uh, that's one of the things in the character progression of the game. Oh, you're sacrificing right there, bro. I didn't. I never got to do that. That's cool. So yeah, it's all about your glove, huh? Stick your glove. Yeah, this is how you level up your uh, your character. You you stick your glove in this thing, and it takes your blood, which is kind of like a XP that you gather through the level, and uh, then you get a, a to select uh, where you want to put your character points at for each level. Oh, how cool! And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really detailed actually for for an arcade style game. Uh, the progression is actually quite detailed. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. It's one of the games. Uh, well, I mean, it, this was the game that got me to stop playing Sniper Elite. If that tells you anything. Yeah, for sure. Well, Wolveraza must be. He's definitely. Uh, that's his favorite game. So, Wolveraza, you need to get into this, bro. Yeah, I, I recommend it to uh, anyone who has their legs. Should uh, check this game out. Yep, it's cool. Anyway, uh, that will conclude this week's um, gameplay impressions. Uh, going forward, we'll, we'll we're going to go back to doing this kind of thing on uh, the the Wednesday night show. Uh, but we've kind of had a backlog here where we uh, haven't been making content. We've got a lot of games we need to talk about, and I want to have all this stuff cleared by the time Frack launches in uh, Fracked launches in a couple of weeks. So uh, we need to get busy on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, let's get into some news. And uh, let's talk about one of my very favorite games, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Earlier this year, developer Skydance Interactive revealed that The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners would be getting a big update called Aftershocks in May. As the launch day approached, the studio was forced to indefinitely postpone the launch of the free update, citing technical issues with working on multiple platforms and upgrading to a new engine. Now. As summer begins to wind down, we finally have a launch date for this substantial content update. Uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Aftershocks is set to launch on all major VR platforms this September the 23rd. Uh, Aftershocks is designed to be an epilogue of sorts, picking up where the main storyline left off. The all-new content promises to be multiple hours of gameplay, which will include new missions, threats and story elements so um roots we got this revelation of the new release date for the aftershocks campaign um and we also got a few little tidbits of detail uh with regard to what this thing's going to be and this content update which they're giving us for free Really, I mean, it seems like almost a whole new game. There's a lot of content here, uh, not just for a free update, but for like, I mean, a lot of VR games don't have the content that this free update's going to have. A lot of VR games don't have the content that the game had to begin with, let alone the, the extra content. What an amazing, um, it was already a no-brainer game to own to begin with, but now it's definitely a no-brainer. I can't wait to try it out and, uh, and get to get back into this game. I haven't played it really since i i well pseudo beat it since i i i nixed the ending um but uh yeah so i'm looking forward to it the only thing that i'm put off by about this whole thing um and this is personally uh september 23rd so far away because i want to hang out with gamer chick and she's still working on this thing clearly uh you know her time is um precious and uh we haven't gotten to see her too much so 
Yeah, well, we miss you, gamer chick. Uh, with that said, she did uh, stop by and hang out with us some yesterday. That's so true. it was it was not nice to see Tiffany in the chat again. It's been a while, and uh, we miss you, Tiffany. We hope to see you again here very soon. Yeah, when this game when this drops, we're going to be doing all sorts of, sorts of multiplayer. But yeah, I can't wait now, to play it, this. Anyway, with that said, are you nervous in the least that this game is so far away? They've they've given us an an uh, a release date that's six weeks seven weeks away uh do you feel at all like if this thing was ready that it wouldn't be so far off do you think that they're kind of putting the, all their eggs into one basket and gambling on the fact that they're going to be able to get it finished uh and it's not actually finished yet i hope i hope not i mean we've already been waiting long enough right and uh i don't want to wait any nothing worse than not oh we got to delay it again um so you know, and it seems seeming like the whole crazy world thing is ramping back up again a little bit. So that might delay things again. We might, I mean, who knows, man? You know, I, 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 it does make me a little nervous, Wes. Now that you're making me think about it, it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, and we're really nervous because we, we really want to uh, check this out so badly. But uh, anyway, we did get some uh, new details about the uh, campaign. Again, it's going to include new missions, new threats, and new story elements. Uh, these new missions will focus on high-level play for those who have built up their survival skills as well as their arsenals. Uh, maps will be remixed with new enemy placements, and there are new kinds of traps like tripwire bombs. Um, missions will send you after supply caches with loads of resources to bring home. And sometimes enemies are going to find them first and hide them in new areas. Ooh. It'll be up to the player to look for clues and to follow the trail to find the lost supplies and whoever took them. Uh, as if this all weren't awesome enough already, it appears, Roots, that there's going to be more. Uh, Skydance notes that the update is, quote, a small bite of what we have planned for saints and sinners and is in fact only the first taste of new content planned to come for the game explore aftershocks to its fullest and you may get some more insight into what comes next for both the tourist and all of post-apocalyptic new orleans so roots uh we've kind of been selling this thing as an epilogue apparently this is a prologue Oh, wow. So there's a whole new story. I wonder who's going to come out after the tourists. Or is it still going to be the tourists? Good question. I don't know. These are the questions, Roots. And the interesting thing about it is, is they've uh, they've set this thing up after the original story campaign to be a, uh, uh, a loot collection fest. You know, it's, it's missions, it's story missions. But the idea here is that you're bolstering up your supplies. Ooh. You're going out there and collecting. You're, you're powering yourself up and, and, and gathering supplies for what comes next. You're prepping. What are you prepping for? That's the question. What comes next? Ooh. Why do you need all this stuff? Uh, these are the questions, and uh, it's going to be a while, but one day we're going to get the answer. Wow. Well, I can't wait. I've been telling people in in the real world, uh, prepping is a good thing these days because uh, things are disappearing, Wes, and... Uh, seems like you want to stock up in the game as well yeah yeah it's uh it's actually it's what's so fun about these type of games you know people assume that it's always about the uh the zombies but uh you know even with the regular walking dead television show 
it's more about the post-apocalyptic uh, stuff than it is the zombies themselves. The zombies are just kind of a bonus for The Walking Dead. And I, that's, that was true for the show, and it's true for this game as well. Yeah, absolutely. Traveling Man says uh, he hopes they get in a car at the end and, and we get to, uh, a game on the road to go somewhere else. That'd be cool, right? Uh, yeah, I think any kind of expansion of the map would be cool because, I mean, it is a, a big sprawling map, um, but there's a lot of we were talking a moment ago about areas that that you can't go this game has a lot of that areas where you can't go and you feel like you should be able to i feel like in my dream uh, vr apocalypse that i'm able to go into every house and you know most of them aren't going to have shit in them because it's the apocalypse but i still I, I would like to have the freedom to explore and i feel like um this is a lesson that they're going to take into uh, future games and future uh, content updates. Yeah, Saints and Sinners 2 Open World. That'd be cool. Open World Co-op. Yeah, Hell, dude, that'd yes. be badass, dude. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, um, six, seven weeks to go before we get this one. This is what I'm talking about, Roots. We got to get this backlog knocked down because we got Fract, we've got Lone Echo, and then we've got this. And uh, and I got to tell you, before I play Lone Echo, I want to finish Lone Echo. And before I play this, I want to play all the way through the campaign, start to finish mm. again. So um, it's a good streaming yeah. thing, Wes. Uh, oh, I'm already way ahead of me on that one, bro. That's absolutely <laughs> what I'm going to do. Hell yeah, dude. Anyway, uh, this is one of my absolute favorite games. I think it's amazing that uh, they're giving it such an update. Um for for absolutely no extra cost to the uh, people that pr purchased the game, and I can't couldn't be more excited for their tease for future content. I, I, the only question is, are they are they teasing more DLC or are they teasing the sequel? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll know soon enough. Wouldn't it be cool if they had a sequel? Kind of like uh, I forget which there are, there are a few flat games out there where. Uh, you carry your character and stats onto the sequel. Destiny like you, 2 is one of them. Or at yeah, least some of that, you know. Wouldn't it be cool if this was like one of those games where you're you're literally uh, stocking up and preparing for the sequel to the game? That'd be cool. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, you know, we've covered Saints and Sinners inside and out, and uh, everyone knows how we feel about it by now. Uh, what we haven't, covered very much yet at, but i'm sure we will is moss book two earlier this month fans of parley art games popular puzzle adventure moss were ecstatic to learn that the game's long-awaited sequel moss book two will be coming soon coming soon <laughs> to playstation vr uh the initial reveal indicated that this new chapter will pick up right where the previous left off only this time quill will be facing a new more fearsome enemy this past week road to vr sat down with polyarch's josh stixma to talk about the upcoming title the interview did in fact provide a, a few new details with regard to the game road to vr was able to confirm that the game has been in active development for more than two years and will have a much larger scope than the original game stixma cites the fact that the team has over doubled in size and that also a lot of the game's work had already been done because this is a sequel. They have that framework to build upon. But 
While Moss Book 2 is an evolution of an established favorite, it will not be just more of the same. While the core gameplay remains intact, the game will add some new interactions and a sort of progression that will deepen the game's mechanics. This progression will take the form of new weapons that Quill will find throughout her journey, opening new doors, new attacks, new abilities. Hmm. Stixma wouldn't go as far as saying whether or not Moss Book 2 will launch this year, but he did confirm that it will launch first on PlayStation VR, just as the original did. So uh, those of you out there who are saying that it's a dead medium, well, at least for a little while, Moss Book 2 is going to be a PlayStation VR exclusive, just like Moss Book 1. Mm. Is that a reason why I should get PlayStation VR 1? I, can't I think play. that is a very good reason to get PSVR 1. This game was absolutely beautiful on PSVR, yeah. by the way. That's an amazing game. And I'm glad that they added more uh, more gameplay, more mechanics, right? More weapons, progression. I mean, everything that we keep drumming, or I keep drumming. I, I, I'm like a broken record. I just want the, I want the mechanics, the gameplay, the the loop, right? And um, the the develop, developers are, are adding it, right? Uh, we got into VR. We, we did everything that we thought we should do when we got in vr we climbed around we looked at our hands um you know we swung our sword around and now we want the extra mechanics and i'm glad polyarch is uh giving it to us yeah um you know what what was uh let me ask you is what was everybody's kind of main complaint not that there were many but what did everybody say about moss that that, that they really would have liked to have had different about that game um I don't know, man. Maybe that it was more uh, less linear, like you could m move around more, have more freedom. Well, it's interesting you say that. That wasn't what I was going for, but they have mentioned that this game will have more of an open world uh, style to it so that you're going to have more freedom to go around. Oh, wow. uh, what I was referring to is that it was too short. Oh, like that... people, you know, you, you can play through this thing pretty quickly, and they address that specifically in this uh, Road to VR article. Uh, not only is this going to be a more of a more open world type experience where you get to progress at your own speed, uh, but it, this is going to be a longer story campaign than the original as well. Mm. Ah, well, um, you know who else likes to uh, keep it, not have it short? Onikazi says longer and Space Denison says length. My mom! <laughs> all of it, all of the above. She likes all of it, Wes. Yeah, uh, the, the <laughs> chat popping off with... Um, with my mom jokes uh dark <laughs> angel coming through with i wonder who else likes that when things double in size <laughs> my mom oh yeah pd says you know who else likes it inside and out <laughs> my mom <laughs> oh man she's busy today bro yes she is uh anyway uh, it's from this interview it, it seems like everything that we're hoping for is going to come to pass here with this one. This is going to be what any proper sequel should be, and that is an expansion in all areas. Uh, the gameplay is going to be more multifaceted. There's going to be more enemies, more puzzle types, more weapons, more freedom in the map, and more story to play through. Um, and uh, without them getting too specific, that's basically what this article says. And Roots, uh, it's everything that I wanted to hear with regards to this title. Yeah, it's everything I want to hear with every title that's a, a sequel. And that's what I said about Lone Echo 2. Um, I don't want more of the same. 
You know what I mean? Like if it, I, you nailed it. If it's a sequel, it needs to, you need to, uh, it's like the PlayStation 5. They didn't put another version of the PlayStation 4. They upped the, the, the thing on every level. And that's what Moss is doing here. Um, everything you named is, is in um, an upgrade. And uh, I think it's it's uh, amazing. And I if it's anything like the last one, it, it's not even going to be that expensive. What, 30 bucks is what it cost before? Or was it 30? Yeah, yeah I would it was 30. I would imagine it'd be the same. Um, I can't say that for sure, but that was what I would think. So, uh, Wolveraza said co-op would be neat and another mouse. You know, I, I could see them doing co-op in this game, but I don't see it being like another mouse. I could see it being asymmetrical so mm. that uh, one player controls the mouse, the other player is, uh, you know, the, your original role in Moss as that other being there that Quill can see. It'd be cool if you could be the mouse from inside the mouse's eyes for the yeah. scale, right? Just to switch it um, would be pretty like, cool. Like, like Curly and the Reaper Man. Yeah, yeah, or um, or like, uh, what's that other game? Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, how they've got a experimental mode that lets you go into the mouse's eyes. That would be cool. Absolutely. Anyway, it's good to see that uh, these years that have gone by in, in waiting for this game haven't been put to waste. It appears that we're going to get a proper sequel to this game, and I, for one, can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and uh, before we get to the week's reminders, we do have one more game to touch on quickly. Stones of Harlath. Uh, back, in early back in early June, Developer Garage Collective launched the retro RPG-inspired adventure game Stones of Harleth onto the Oculus Quest platform. Modestly priced at just $10 and providing hours of nostalgic fun, the game was well-received by the Quest community, receiving very positive reviews on the Quest Store and Game of the Month honors on the Virtual Stranger Show. This past week, we have learned that as of August 19th, this game will no longer be Quest exclusive as it will arrive on Oculus Link Store and subsequently on Steam the following day. As the game enters the PC marketplace, all versions are set to receive the game's 1.3 update, which will add an entirely new gameplay mode. The Arenas update will bring with it an all-new action-based campaign, which will see the players battle across four all-new arenas on their way to the final boss fight. The update will feature new enemies and mini bosses, as well as new abilities to help the player defeat them. The new single player mode will come in a free update on all platforms as the game launches on the PC next week, August the 19th. Be sure to click on the bell and the button for our future impressions on the new content for Stones of Harleth. So, uh, Roots, you know, this is completely unexpected and a surprise to me. Not because uh, the studio is not a great studio. Obviously, Garage Collective, Zero, amazing work that he does and, and amazing support that he gives his games. But for a $10 game that's already well-received on the Quest platform, uh, it's crazy that you would get so much extra content added in. Furthering that value proposition it's just ten dollars man <laughs> and this is a lot of content for 10 bucks yeah we said it before it was a no-brainer before now it's really a no-brainer um but it's a, it just shows you how good the devs are and um what it tells me is uh i will be watching um every game they put out you know what i mean like it, it, 
I can't say they're they're writing their resume and it's a good one and uh the game is already amazing and now they're adding extra to it and that's really cool yeah and you know one of the things i forgot to put in the notes here with this 1.3 update it's not all just uh content there there are some other updates to it as well notably um you know one of the only complaints that we had about the game is that the uh that that the the npcs the non-playable characters and the sprites in the game are a little bit low res and they were kind of meant to be, you know, for that nostalgia factor. Uh, but I felt like they were a little too low res. I would like to have seen a little bit more detail in them. Well, now you're going to have the option in the menu to turn on higher resolution sprites. Mm. So the, the game is going to look a lot better. And that's not just for PC. That's for the Quest version as well. They didn't just update them because they felt like, uh maybe some people like the lower resolution ones for the again the nostalgia factor so they didn't want to force it on anybody who's already bought the game and like it as it is but the option is going to be there and uh the pc version while it's going to be a, a fairly similar reproduction of the quest version you are going to have some options like some super sampling and a few more particle effects uh but it's largely going to be the same game who's not going to turn the graphics up like, eh, I want it right. to be more retro. No, I mean, it's retro enough. I want it to look look as good as I can. And uh, um, I think that's really cool that they're adding that. Yeah, we saw a similar upgrade for uh, their last game. The um, And I always forget the name of it. Theta Legion VR. Mm. Uh, they did a like a, a, a visual upgrade to that game as well. And that game looks amazing in, uh, inside the headset. Yeah, so what do you think their next one is going to be like? They keep coming out with these different nostalgia games, right? Um, you had a shooter, and now you got a sword, or you had a sword one, now what's the next one? I don't know, man, because they ta they're taking a different approach than, uh, like, say, like an Ivanovich takes to it. Ivanovich puts you in these kind of arcade-style games where um, uh, Garage Collective kind of has this thing going on with console and PC genres so i don't know i don't know where they would take it next wow. uh I, i'm certainly going to be interested to find out though wow i'll tell you what if, if you want to play zelda in vr this is about the closest thing you're going to get right now right and it's uh really cool yeah it reminds me of like a dragon warrior like ultima or like the early final fantasy games it reminds me of that those type of games and uh it it really hits you in the feels man if you grew up on consoles the way i did uh you remember playing these types of games and it's kind of a dream come true to be inside one yeah that's super cool anyway super cool that uh so much new content coming to this i look forward to checking out these new enemies and these new bosses right yeah uh that that's really a lot of the draw to the new content for me is uh is seeing what these new mechanics and these new enemies are all about yeah, I just like to see a game succeed, and uh, super cool that they're um, that they're just keep keep making this game uh, better, even though it was already amazing. Uh, Garage Collective says you'll know soon. Oh, <laughs> hey. smiley face! <laughs> All right, we don't even have to wait that long. Awesome. Uh, anyway, once again, uh, Stones of Harleth available now on Oculus Quest. Only ten bucks coming to Oculus Rift on the 19th along with the arenas update uh if you don't have it yet i mean man it's 10 bucks yeah what are you on, doing man. what's wrong with you <laughs> my question anyway, is soul 
<laughs> uh, anyway, we'll have more on this game uh, on the Wednesday shows uh, ahead. Uh, we are going to be getting our hands on this update uh, really soon, and uh, we'll be sure to let you guys know what we think about it after we have a chance to play it. Yeah. Look at those little cute guys there, the little baby guys. Cool. Yeah, you can't. Don't let them fool you, Roots. I'm sure they're vicious. <laughs> They'll jump on your face, right? Like those wolves that live in the in the woods, man. Those things are. Don't... <laughs> yeah, don't be petting <laughs> the wolves. Uh, anyway, that's going to bring us into the week's reminders, and we're going to start off with what's out this week. And we mentioned at the top, we got a few things out this week, uh, namely Synth Riders finally getting a PSVR release. Uh, of course, this is the rhythm slash dancing game from kluge interactive uh I, I didn't get a confirmation on the price for this but it's 25 dollars on all other platforms so i imagine that it's probably 25 dollars on psvr although we do sometimes see a sony tax uh that would bring it up to 30. um anyway uh the best game of its kind easily the best uh music library um in rhythm games in my opinion yeah Super cool that PlayStation players are finally going to get to check this dancing simulator out. Or at least that's what we call it. It's a rhythm game, but you're you're really going to find yourself dancing to the music um, as you're bopping along. And uh, I would imagine everything's the same as far as the uh, the way you group up with friends and hang out in the the lobbies and stuff. I don't think it's cross play, but I would think uh, with other PlayStation VR people, you could hang out together, right? Right. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's crossplay, but uh, I think a lot of people are going to buy this on uh, PlayStation VR. Yeah. Uh, because the the footage I've seen from it looks uh, looks really good. Looks amazing, and like you said, there's nothing really like it. There's uh, a lot of rhythm games out there, but this is definitely a unique one. Yeah, and and this one especially well suited for move controllers, right? I mean, like th this game will completely fit within the tracking area of the camera. Yeah. And um, I mean, uh, you're you're catching these colored balls with colored balls. I mean, how perfect <laughs> is that? Everything's gonna be perfect, man. It's gonna line up. I think it's a good good uh, good match. Uh, as we mentioned, Vin VR Adventure also out this week from Monologic Games, coming to Oculus Quest for thirty dollars. What more could we say about this uh, masterpiece of a platformer? Pick it up. That's what I could say. Or roots That's will cool. question your soul. <laughs> That's what I say as well. <laughs> Uh, you know, we really put over uh, Cyril and Garage Collective just then for uh, supporting uh, its game, his game with uh, free content, much like Skydance Interactive in the segment before. We put them over as well. But I mean, who supports their game like Cloudhead Games and Pistol Whip? The Smoke and Thunder update coming this week to all platforms simultaneously, absolutely free of charge. Now, with that said, they're raising the price of the game. Like the the updates have all been free, and there's freaking between fifteen and twenty of them at this point. It seems like, hmm. um, but they're they're going from twenty five to thirty dollars, and I can't say that I blame them with all the content that they've added to it since launch. That's worth thirty dollars all day long, and um, if you don't like it, well, you should have bought it for the last when they were giving you free updates left and right. You know what I mean? You there's been a big enough chance to get it at that price and it's only five extra dollars and it definitely and it's not even retroactive they're not saying oh well we're not going to give out updates anymore they're going to start costing money we're just going to start charging people 
from here forward more money which i think is what every dev should do you know if you're yeah, if, it, and there's still time they haven't raised the price yet Ooh. i mean if you don't own it and you're interested in it get it and let me tell you these uh these themed campaigns that they're adding in really make the game like the the last one uh, i forget what it was called but uh the, the science fiction campaign that they added in was really awesome and i i bet you this smoke and thunder is just as awesome yeah i haven't tried it and um i have talked to somebody that couldn't tell me anything about it uh and i won't tell you who that is because they told me it was amazing yeah right. <laughs> and i'm sure it is it looks cool dude like the old west it looks hard it looks like you're you better have your you better be ready to play some uh let's put it this way west when does this come out this comes out on uh the 12th on the 12th okay so we've got a couple days to work our legs out bro because we're going to be tired as f bro our legs are going to be sore i don't like playing this game when it's sore so <laughs> yeah this is one of those one and dones for me so like make sure you beat the the campaign the first time you're in there because you're not coming back tomorrow no you might wait a week archangel says add it to your cart do it now if you haven't already exactly absolutely exactly. yep anyway that's what's out this week and that brings us into our next reminder and that is uh the, the wish list this is the part of the show where we ask you all to please join us right now live in real time as we all collectively go together and support the developers by wishlisting a game and it could be one of the games we've talked about it could be uh a game that we haven't mentioned maybe a game we talked about last time we were on uh but we all should go right now and do our best to support these awesome developers by wishlisting their game uh, on the various stores. I don't have anything to wishlist, Wes. Everything's wishlisted, bro. Or I own it already. Yeah, that is a bit of a problem, isn't it? Um, good problem. Hmm. Good problem to have, right? It is a good problem to have. I'm trying to think here because I know there's stuff coming that I haven't wishlisted yet. Um that we've talked about recently but it's all escaping me at the moment yeah so uh i am going to go and wish list um from the uh from the headlines the uh what's it called the drop dead dual strike edition Ooh. on oculus quest i should I, i'm gonna do the climb too in in preparation for the uh possible show copy of of that goodness there you go. Wolveraza uh, says he turns off uh the music of synth riders and cranks his own and go batshit crazy. You must try it at least once. And uh <laughs> I want to try it and I want to watch you try it because I've never seen anybody go all more full out when they're playing VR than you, Wolveraza. You go full in, bro. Yeah, and I can't say that I've ever seen anybody take a rhythm game and turn the music down. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> well, if you don't like the music and you don't feel like the, because really, if you think about synth writers, it's not like it is a dancing thing, but it's not something that like Otica, you, you feel like you're conducting, right? Like you, you really do feel like you're right. almost playing the music. Um, but uh, you feel like you're more going along for a ride with synth writers, which is what's so cool about it. So. All right, so I have now officially added 
drop dead dual strike edition to my wish list let us know in the comments down below what you added to your wish list absolutely all right and that brings us to our final set of reminders this weekend every week and that is how you can do your part to support us in our community well of course if you're new to the channel the easiest thing and the best thing that you can do is uh click the big red button and the bell to stay up with all of our content going forward uh i, I meant what i said we're playing catch up this week gonna be loads of good content i'm probably gonna stream a game this week probably blair witch but i don't know we got to play vengeful rights as well and larsenauts so uh we've got a lot on our plate this week uh let us know what you guys want to see and i'll probably stream one of those games absolutely wolveraza clarifies he was talking about pistol whip with the music not synth writers synth writers okay. you absolutely need their music uh so that does make more sense because i don't pay attention to the music of pistol whip i um i just uh i just do the i shoot everything there's too much going on for me to to try to be in rhythm to that game yeah, it certainly does make a lot more sense. The pistol whip, I, I could totally see that. Especially it's like I use it. Oh, I was gonna, go I was gonna say, especially if you use that, like some music is just so good for killing things, right? Like it's just like hard metal, and yeah, I could just see him just going to crazy, uh, killing things. So, Archangel says, I had to, I had to expect I expect you to die too. Yeah, I think that's this month too, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I can't wait for that as well. Although. Um, I completely expect to be stumped right off the bat. I wasn't, you know, I, I even got I stumped at the beginning of that game. You know? Yeah, I expect you to die, Roots. Like, totally. Yeah, oh, I don't want to die, dude. I will die, though. I'm sure. I expect to die, for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, for those of you who have been longtime subscribers uh, and you want to do a little something extra, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon, where for as little as $3 per month, you can gain access to our weekly show notes, exclusive content, and insider updates. Uh, probably haven't been as good about that lately as we normally have been, but we haven't been putting content on our regular channel lately like we normally do, so we're just now starting to get uh, normalized from chaotic events, to say the least, in uh, both of our lives. Uh, so uh, the Patreon certainly going to also reap the benefits of that as well yeah absolutely and onakazi does make a good point he says if you're gunning for the leaderboards of pistol whip you absolutely do need to the shoot on beat and uh absolutely. i just I'm, I'm not that good man like that's the expert level i'm just lucky to get through the thing now i i play it that <laughs> way when i play it the problem is is i can't sustain it long enough to practice that i enjoy it like if i could play that game pain-free i'd play it every day but i can't if you had, <laughs> right i can't if you had a like on the grip button if they added a duck for grip that would actually be really good right for those people that don't then you could sit down and you could play well you there if you get experience at the game and you do practice a little bit and you have enough room you can get uh better at shimmying from side to side instead of ducking so much and that really does help a lot um and space. from what i hear they have disabled the uh the thing that makes the game freeze when you get outside the little spot you're supposed to stand uh which would really help a lot uh for that as well and i have not tried that out yet but uh if that's the case i might not have to duck so much after all oh good wow cool uh anyway for our last reminder uh is how you can come home 
to your new home, to our home, where we hang out all day, every day, talking VR, talking life. I'm talking, of course, about the Virtual Strangers Discord. Um, pretty much everybody that's in the chat right now is on the Discord, and uh, we're on there day in and day out, talking VR, playing multiplayer together, talking about life. Uh, we invite you to come along and join the conversation. Uh, invitation, again, in the description below. Yeah, go where everybody knows your name. That's our Discord. And uh, that's why everybody loves Cheers, right? So our Discord is the Cheers of VR. You know, so I have some people on the Discord that I would consider to be very good friends, uh, but I don't know their name. Like, I, I know their <laughs> handle, but yeah. I have no idea what they're not. I barely know what your name is, Roots. <laughs> ah, well, my name, for all those people out there that wants to know what Roots' real name is, it is James. Just like Radio Runt. And just like Jim Hall, even though he calls himself Jim, we're the three J's, the three James. So like my handle is Wes, but my actual name, Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> it fits, bro. From uh, t from the, because uh, the, the weasel is wiry, man. You can't, you, you can't grab him, bro. He just slips out. Uh, that's why I'm so lethal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Wormsworth coming through with the $5 support. Nice. Uh, thank you, bro. Really appreciate it. Putting that fiver in there towards our community copy of uh, The Climb. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah, absolutely. And Wolverazza says he rejoined Patreon this month. So you're we're going to have to give you something for sure. Um, well, you'll get what you normally get. but uh, You'll get the... what you deserve. You'll get <laughs> what we give you. Yeah, well, that's thank right. you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Wolverine. I, I noticed that you uh, that you did, in fact, uh, rejoin the Patreon, and I appreciate it. We've actually lost, we've probably lost uh, five patrons over the last four to six weeks for whatever reason. I guess we need to do some more money shows. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, you know, for some people, it's about support, and for some people, it's about the content. So I don't blame anybody. If they feel like they're not getting the content that they want to give the money, then, um, you know, support us with likes, Look, clicks, whatever long as you're showing up you're watching the shows you're leaving the comments that's really all we can ask that's never been really, about the money it never will be about I, the money either so that's yeah. true that's true the money is just something that we use in order to uh make the content better for you so it's your money it's still your money yeah. and we're using it uh to provide you with better content and spry guy letting us in on the the simple fact that he is actually slim shady we got eminem in the house i did not know that a famous well, people, bro. Well, I would just have to ask him then, since that's the case, if he would please stand up. <laughs> please stand up and uh, give us a uh, fifty thousand dollar donation, Slim, since you're so rich. And uh, put <laughs> one of these fingers on each hand up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're gonna be able to do that on PlayStation. That's VR right. Too, so it's yeah. right here anyway. Yeah. Well, then we'll be left out as the Oculus Quest, uh, the only people that can't do the middle finger in VR. Uh, anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching and for Roots. I'm Wes. Let me know what you want me to stream, guys. You got you have the choices. Tell me which one to go. Yeah, let them know Bye on now. the Discord. Take it easy. <laughs>